Podcast. All right, so we are uh, welcome to the Hard Water Hunter Land. We are picking up, moving back in time with Officer Dan, uh, going over uh, to the uh, airport, and he is now entering into the uh, excuse me uh, the building, uh, the tower uh, for the airport. It's getting really close to nightfall, so there's a lot of planes that are coming in. Or because they've been out either joyriding around or uh, packages are coming in. Um, so it's kind of a busy time for the airport uh, uh, personnel. And uh, the idea is that he's, he's with the guy that he's managed to uh, get to get the drop on, uh, you know, and who was part of the crew that was trying to kill Jason earlier, or at least capture him. Because mm-hmm. uh, apparently they're still trying to capture him, even though uh, from what Dan found out, uh, the price the, the the price for dead is rise, rising <clears throat> rapidly to compare to the price for alive. Originally, it was like you know wanted alive you know really low price for dead. Alive was much much higher, like fifty thousand um, new Akron dollars. Now and dead might have been like five thousand. Now it's more like twenty <laughs> twenty thousand for dead. <laughs> As we get close, as we get closer to the deadline, to the court date, I imagine that number will go even even higher, possibly eclipsing the the live price. Um, anyways, uh, so again, you are with um, the guy. Well, if it eclipsed the live price. Anyone that captures him would just shoot him, unless you have a problem with doing that. Mm. Not everybody is a cold stone killer, but then you'd be, if even if you have a problem with doing it, you'd be giving it to somebody who you know is going to do it. So it's still equivalent to killing him. Okay. Anyways, have I did I get a name for this guy who's with you? You did. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like the opposite of like it was like Wakefield or something. Or it was like the opposite of like sleep or nap. Because I kept threatening everyone. Okay. Uh well probably Waco. Waco, that's right. Yeah. I, kept, I kept saying Sleepo and Napo. <laughs> okay. Weird pins and stuff. There it is. And Waco uh, was one of the guys who was, you know, kind of the top, top guys on the crew that had been hired uh, by the Wolf Brothers to. Uh, to capture or kill, uh, preferably capture, um, uh, Jason. 
Mm-hmm. So they were the ones that had tried to grab him outside uh, at the casino. Well, they uh, impersonated the uh, sheriffs. And they were the ones who showed up at the, uh, they were actually enjoying themselves uh, at the, uh, at the shoot em up jamboree. And afterwards they went and got themselves some costuming and came in and impersonated uh, some deputies and took, tried to take, uh, took Jason away along with uh, uh, Ken. And, uh, and then, but came, it came to naught because of the timely intervention of Dan and, and uh, and and Ken and Talking Horse and Talking Horse uh, and finally uh, so now um, the crew is basically mostly dead. A couple of them ran off into the into mm. the, into the sage, so uh, uh, they're still alive somewhere. Not really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you guys and so you've traveled with Waco over here. And the deal is that once they had Jason, they were supposed to go over and call them. Um, and tell them that they that the Jason was ready for pickup, and then they would fly down and pick him up and take off again. Mm-hmm. You know, now you guys have been up in the air before after dark, and you realize that you can actually, you know, depending if you have a plane that has big enough fuel tanks on it, you can actually just stay in the air throughout the night, mm-hmm. just flying around at a at a safe altitude, preferably a high altitude. Since air pressure doesn't change with altitude in the hinterland, you can actually be quite some distance up and therefore not uh, likely to run into um, uh, into casual people flying or emergency flights or whatever. Uh, but it does. But it's also perhaps gives you some insight into some of the tactics of the uh, uh, of the uh, air pirates, mm-hmm. since. You know, going up at a high altitude doesn't mean that you have to have special equipment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, and tra- and that most planes have a stall speed of around twenty miles an hour, which is a really low. Pra- practically, you're barely turning those 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 propellers over when you do that. So, depending. Uh, anyways, uh, so you guys are uh, walking in. Um, there was, uh, you know, there's there's. Uh, there's a there's a guard mm-hmm. at the bottom who basically gives Waco a nod as if he was expecting him, and they open the door and they start walking up to the uh, um, uh, upstairs uh, to the uh, well to uh, uh, to to the main control area. Now up in the main control area there are uh, the uh, uh, the guys that actually do the um, the control, the air traffic controls, um, they don't actually have um, uh, radar. Uh, that's something that they don't particularly... Let's see, do they have radar? No, I maybe... At least in most airports were pretty high tech. I do, they, they do, but whether or not they have radar is a big question. That's a fairly big piece of equipment. All right, so I would say that they probably do have a... Uh, a they have a... Um, uh, they do have a radar thing, and it's on a big projection television up against one side of the of, of the control room. You basically see this this thing that's been reflected from this panel up onto this big screen. The room is actually very dark inside of here. It's been dark, and you know the blinders on the windows because they want to be able to see it clearly. And there's a bunch of guys sitting around, and they have some uh, uh, equipment. 
Now, Waco is walking over toward this one guy who's kind of sitting over by, him, by himself away from the rest of the controllers. And Waco's, as a reminder, been incentivized. Right. He's going to get you know, the money they're carrying. Right. And so he walks over there and uh, he... And he, he walks up to the one guy and he goes and says to him, he says, hey, he says, uh, we're here to, 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 to send out that message. And the guy's like, OK, hold on a second. I got, you know, some guy on taxiway number 72 that needs to make a turn. You can have it after that. And, and, and Wago says, all right, but just remember, he says, we're in the golden hour, which is the which is their term for the, 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 the hour like right before light disappears. Mm-hmm. It's still broad daylight outside because in the hinterland, it's, it's like broad daylight and then it's gone. There's no actual golden hour, which is a reference to the hour right before dusk mm-hmm. when the lights are very oblique. And it's really good for shooting supermodels <laughs> because everything seems uh-huh. golden. Yeah. Okay. So uh, at which point he goes and clicks a couple of things on his thing there and, and, goes and, and, and uh, hands the headset over to him. He says, okay, you're live. He says, but I got to have that back in, uh, in like three, in two minutes max. Mm-hmm. All right. So Waco says, that should be plenty of time, buddy. And, uh, and so he, he thinks, so he says, he says, this is, says, uh, uh, this is Prairie dog, Prairie dog, uh, uh, Colin, uh, coyote. Coyote, you there? And which you know, he like uh, okay. Yeah, he says, says yeah. Coyote says, he says uh, the, uh, uh, the the uh, the donut is in the hole. <laughs> right? Says the he says no. Nah. He says it's uh, 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 sooner the better. And don't forget my payment. You got it. So he puts it down. He says, "Okay." He, 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 uh, and he, and he, and he says, "Okay, it's all yours, buddy." And, and he turns to you and he says, "Well, uh, they're uh, uh, he says be listening to call sign uh, uh, Tango Tango Tango. Uh, that's that's uh, that's their call sign. Uh, whatever uh, uh, they're going to be coming down one of those runways." Um, and then they're going to be taxing. Uh, they should be taxing over to the uh, closest. Um, uh, they're, they're going to be basically they're going to be taxing over to the uh, uh, closest. Sorry, um, I'm saying I want to say aerodome, but that's not the right term. Uh, hangar, closest hangar to the end of the uh, of that particular runway. So uh, we'll have to listen. Anyway, we'll know in advance which one they'll be sent to. No, you'll you'll the, you'll that's what I'm saying. Listen to this, hear what they tell them. Whichever runway they use, that's the one we gotta we gotta go to. Mm. They got numbers on the end of the runways. Well, you know, one they're 180 degrees difference from each other. <coughs> Understood. So, uh, so the uh, the guy goes and you hear tango, tango, tango. I was say before you you say which one he's coming down on. I preemptively wait. I say, okay, great. Let's uh, let's hope it's the first one. Let's hope it's the first runway they send them down to. That that one's the most empty. I'm looking at the, you know, 
the allotment or whatever. I say, you know, probably going to send them to the first one. So let's let's head that way. So then we book it while we're waiting. You know. Yeah. The, well, if you look out the okay, good good job. Make a make a uh, perception check looking out the window. Both of those are sixes. Uh, both of those are twos. So eight. eight. Oh, actually, it's a ten because I have plus two on my notes. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. So you notice that um, the uh, that all of the uh, the planes that are out there are uh, that are waiting to take off are all waiting on the end of, of one or another uh, uh, a runway. Okay. Okay. And that the planes that are coming in are basically coming down in front of them. So what's happening is, is if you have a plane coming down, landing, and then turning off at the same time, the next plane is taking off behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, now they're they're giving them enough time so there's no chance of them running into each other. But it, it's you know, on a, uh, it's it's not a, a really gusty wind out there. It's only, you know, it's, it's relatively mild, so people taking off right now is not going to be that much. There's not that many people trying to take off, first of all, but there are always a few people that are trying to take off. So what? So what's going to happen here is that the plane's going to come down and land and, and, and have to taxi down to the other end, mm-hmm. assuming, of course, that they don't do something crazy. You know, taxi down to the other end and then <clears throat> from that point, uh, take off. So, yeah, I'm trying to preemptively be on the side where they're going to land. That's my objective. Right. So I'm, I'm picking aside the one that looks like it has the most open spots because, you know, if they know that, you know, bays 1 through 30 have 20 planes and, you know, 31 through 60 have, you know, 5 planes, they're probably going to put them on the 31 to 60 side because it's a little less traffic. Mm-hmm. Since they're probably trying to shut stuff down for the night since it's the golden hour. You know, get people in, get people out. Right. So I'm going to head to the more vacant side in the hopes that that's the side that they're set down to. If not, I'll know that I have to go to the other side and maybe take a little longer. All right. So you're going to leave before you actually hear? I am leaving before I hear in the hopes to get in a good position with my guns. Okay. So you expect this guy to basically come up behind you and tell you where they're, they're going to land? Uh, No, I don't. So you're just going to wait to see a plane with tango, tango, tango on the outside of it? Well, I know that it being the golden hour that, you know, I'll, I'll probably spot some somebody coming in. But yeah. Okay. Is there a frequency for for the control tower that people listen in on, pilots and stuff? Oh, yeah. It has then to I, be. Then I use the walkie-talkie that I have to tune it into that frequency. Okay. Because we, we've had those walkies for... I know, but I didn't so. know whether the walkie-talkies had tunable frequencies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're standard walkies. Well, usually standard walkies have a crystal that they're tuned to. Oh. They don't have multiple ranges of well, stuff. Well, we'll say this is a fancy walkie. Okay. You should write that down so that you have that in the future. I'll write it down, too, but I okay. sometimes my notes disappear. So I tune my walkie to the frequency that people are landing on so I can hear if it, you know, they're being back into the other side.
All right, so I got walkie is tunable to airport frequencies. All right, so um, all right, so you go basically. Um, I was kind of trying to describe here. So you have two basic runways. Okay, so they're basically everybody is lined up on this end, or they're lined up on this end. So they're all coming down to land here, and they're all coming down to land here. Okay, mm -hmm. and so this and this. And so there's um, uh, this area across here is where you're going to find all of your hangars. Because mm. okay. you don't want in there because people could go off and land. And, sure. Right, so. Anyways, so um, let's see which one. Tower is actually going to be uh, probably right there. Well, then I position myself based on the vacancy of hangars. And like we'll say right here. Okay. Right. And of course, you know. And so. how many hangers wide would we would you guesstimate there are? There? Um how wide are hangers or how, how many, many how many hangers wide? Like ten hangers, twelve hangers, fifty hangers, a thousand hangers? I wouldn't say a thousand. I'm um, just using hyperbole to No, I know, <laughs> but it's a good question because this is all right, so let me see here. Uh, that's a hundred and all together it's probably about 150 hangers in that stretch but in that stretch would therefore be a quarter of them so okay. that, that would be um, like 40 okay 30 to 35 to 40 but let's call it 35 okay and uh, so um, all right so you're there and you guessed right um, you see a plane coming down. It does have the markings on the outside. I, I hear it coming out first. Yeah. The, well, you hear it saying, it says, says, okay, you know, we have a priority uh, uh, landing, uh, tango, 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 tango. Um, this is uh, for, a, uh, em uh, for a priority medical pickup. Um, documentation has been uh, in our, uh, and our flight plan has already been laid in with your chief controller. Uh, please uh, provide all assistance. Uh, we are expecting a uh, uh, a patient. Um, please uh, please provide all assistance. And the interim says, uh, no problem. He says, uh, is there a particular hangar they're being directed to? Uh, it would probably be the one on the end. I scurry over towards that hangar as I hear okay. which one they're being told to pack right. into. All right. So well, and so they you see them fly on down. Okay. And, uh, well, as I hear which one they're going into, though, I don't necessarily see them fly down. Mm -hmm. I'm running into the hangar, and I'm going to try and get like up in the rafters. Right. Sort of thing. All right. And you're actually kind of surprised, because what you see come in landing is an Osprey. Okay. I don't know. An Osprey is a plane that also has the ability to, for vertical takeoff. Okay. It's actually flying in at this point. It's basically rotating upwards. It's you know, and it's, it's basically glide, gliding in with his wings in a, in a kind of an up, his, his rotors in an upward position. Okay, so it's it's it was designed primarily to, for military transport. Um, anyway, so they, they, they're, they're flying in. And um, it's a big plane, basically. So, uh, and it's, uh, it, and it, if it's a military version, it's probably got some armor plating on it. Okay. Which is no big deal in a world that has uh, uh, lightning crystals. Mm -hmm. So, 
Uh, you guys go down. Uh, so you're, you're there, um, and uh, I assume I'm up you want. The waiting. I'm assuming you wanted Waco with you. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. And I'm assuming Waco would want to be with me as well because he doesn't have the pig, therefore he doesn't have the money. We're dropping off the pig. Uh-huh. This, this is how he gets paid. All right. So I'm trying to remember. Uh, does Waco have a weapon? Um, Waco was given his weapon back. I All right. I think he had a pistol. Right. Um, okay, so you don't have a, a revolver, rifle. rather? Yeah, a revolver. You don't have a rifle for him or anything, right? I mean, no, I, I didn't give him anything. All right, so, you know, um, you uh, hear the sound of a, of a, of a, of a, a heavy engine Roar, you know, multiple heavy engines roaring on the outside of the hangar. The hangar itself does have quite a few things inside. The door is open, okay? And you see um, the, uh, the door opens, and this, you see this guy come in. Um, he's uh, got a beard, and very, a real fuzzy, real curly hair. plane is in the hangar? Uh, the plane's outside the hangar. Oh, it didn't come in the hangar. Oh, no, no, it didn't come in the hangar. It's, it's sitting outside the door to the hangar. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's got... Like in the area where other planes are supposed to be driving? Yeah, there, well, there's a taxiway, and then there's a tarmac off the taxiway. So normally you go off the taxiway and into in, into a hangar. So this thing is basically outside the hangar. Okay. Okay, because, I mean, they're only supposed to be there for a pickup anyways. They wouldn't go inside of a, of, of a hangar. So... This guy walks in and he's looking around, you know. Looking. Based on the description that I got from Waco, does this look like one of the Wolf Brothers? Yeah, yeah he's, like I said, he's curly haired, he's got a beard, uh, and he's uh, he's big, you know, powerfully built. So uh, given that I'm somewhat above him, looking down, how far would I guess from he is? From you? Uh-huh. Uh, about a hundred feet. Which would be uh, six, that would be like nine uh, nine squares. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and shoot at him. I got my AR-15 trained at the red dot site. Okay. Uh, I'm actually even going to do a called shot on his head. Go for it. So, his head's not armored, right? Because I see his curly hair. Nope. Not armored at all. All right. So... That is a 12 minus 4, uh, 4 being the call shot penalty for the head. That's an 8, and a 10 minus 4, so that's a 6. So I got a hit with a raise, and then just a hit. Okay. So the hit with a raise is... Thirteen points of damage, okay. and it's a. These are armor-piercing bullets. If he has like a metal plate inside of him, mm-hmm. and the hit that is not a raise 
is 13 points of damage as well. Okay. All right. Okay, you fire, and when you do that, you notice that suddenly this, like, hemisphere flashes into appearance around him. Okay, he immediately <coughs> looks around. He's going to make a spot check. Did armor-piercing 2 do anything versus this barrier? Nope. 13 points armor-pierce 2? Nope. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, clearly it's... Uh, and uh, that's a uh, 5. Uh, do, do you have stealth? Um, I don't have trained stealth. You're welcome to try to untrain. I mean, yeah, I'm hiding up in the rafters, so we'll see if I get anything. Uh, that is a two on my roll, and I don't know if I have any bonuses for being up and, you know, out of sight. Um, sure, I'll give you a, a plus two cover. Yeah, that'll be a four, then. Uh, well, he beat that. Roll a five. Okay. So, he, um... There's also a lighting issue, so I would... Let's see, but they have pretty bright lights up there, but, yeah, I'm gonna... Well, then he'd be staring right at the lights. Well, yeah, but they're not, like, they're separate. You're not, you'd say, yeah, I got right next to a light, you know, <coughs> which probably would have been a good idea, but uh, but I didn't tell you a description of the upper area, so... Um, it'd be like big floods. Sure. I mean, I was assuming I was in the most advantageous spot to get a shot on his head. Right. And they're going to have, like, you know, light translucent panels in the top, too, and stuff, or bright light. Anyways, um, so he sees you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, um, he, uh, yeah, you, you basically see him uh, uh, reach into his pocket, okay, and pull out... Uh, uh, pull out a camera, okay? Oh, and mm-hmm. he t- and he take he basically he takes a picture of you. Okay, okay. So that's his that's his action. So let's go ahead and. Uh, so you're gonna make a shooting roll to see if he successfully targets him. I, I don't think that's a problem. I think it's, it's just. You think he can accurately? You're not moving, so okay. it would. I mean, so it, I don't see a, a big problem there. All right, so. Six, king, three, uh-huh. seven. All right, I'll take the king. Okay, and um, they've got a jack. So you've got the king on them. Okay. So what are you going to do? Uh, I am going to shoot again against him. Do I see anything else at this point? Just him? Uh, just him right now. Okay. Um, make a spot check. Uh, that is a six. Okay. Um, you notice that there seems to be somebody moving uh, uh, around some of the other planes towards you. You, you know, I'm up in the rafters? Yeah. And it says, like, how do I like, see them? You're looking around. You're just basically looking around. And 
you see Sibley moving. The, thing, the reason it catches your eye is because the guy seems to be carrying some kind of a uh, man-portable missile launcher. Oh, I shoot at him. How far would I guess to me he is? Uh, he's a little further away because you were pretty much by the by the front entrance. Uh, well, actually, no, I would place him, eh, yeah, about maybe 200, so 18 squares away. Okay. Is and he doesn't want to be too close to that when he fires his anyway. If he's 18 squares away, that's good for me because I'm uh, 24, 48, 96, so he's still in short range. Okay. So I'm going to shoot at him. There. Does he look like he's wearing armor on his face? Do I see anything shiny? You don't see anything on his face. Great. I'm going to call a shot on his head. Okay. I'm doing all these trick shots. Is that a minus four? It is a minus four. Okay. I'm going to bend my roll. Perfect. So that's a 10 and an 11. I have a static plus two to shooting, and then I have a plus two for not moving at all. Isn't there a um, um, an edge that helps you versus defense against being shot? There, like dodge, does dodge help you um, against shooting? I think it gives you like a plus on your hit or something. Uh, dodge is minus one to be hit with ranged attacks. Right. So this guy has dodge, improved dodge on you. Okay, then he's minus two to be hit with ranged so attacks. Just so that it. would then be an eight and a nine. Okay. Uh, so both are hits with race. All right. Even with the head penalty. Yeah, because I have plus two for aim because I didn't move, okay. and then I have expert marksman, so that's plus two to shooting. Okay. So, first one is five, six, seven, six, six thirteen, uh, eighteen armor piercing two. Okay. So I see this sheen. Sheen. Oh, not him. Do I see it? Just hit him in the head. Does it look like it explodes his head? Um, so that that was with the minus four. You got the eight. Oh wait, wait, wait! That's twenty-two points of damage because I get an extra four damage for the called shot. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying is it so? This is a called shot to the head that you succeeded at. Yeah. All right. So how much damage? Uh, that is. You just said twenty-two. Yeah, it's twenty-two points of damage, and it's armor piercing two. Okay. Then um, yes. Racy blew his head off. Yeah, if I just fire the first shot and I see it, you know, then I shoot at the other guy with the other one. Split split my shots. Okay. This is also a call shot at the guy's head. As I said, you know, I was doing call shots at heads, so. Uh, that is 17 points of damage, armor piercing two. Okay. Got it. Boom. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Does Waco do anything? Well, first of all, uh, the other guy, I need to, uh, uh, I need to roll some soaks on him. Okay. Since I haven't had a chance to do that. Waco, uh, yeah, he's, I'm sure he would, uh, He's not quite sure what to do about the guy with the thing there flying, and he can't see the other guy. You have a height on that. 
All right, so he, um, so let's, first let's do a soak. All right, and 22 points. So no armor, so it's just going to be a standard toughness, which is about an 8. So that would be uh, three, wounds. Uh, three wounds. Okay. So, um. All right, well, that exploded. So it's eight. So two, he basically soaked two of those. Oh, so okay. he's got one wound. All right. So um, he fired at the other guy, so it's his turn. So he's going to basically fire this thing at you. That's that's fine, just so you know, though. I probably, if, you know, the way you do damage is you do damage and then you soak and then I... Go ahead. I would have I would have done no, that. No, go ahead. What was the damage you did to the other guy or the rules to hit? Um, it was 17 armor piercing, too. Okay, so... Uh, I think what he was trying to say is that you do on the same guy if it didn't I, get No, it. I understand yeah. exactly what you're yeah. saying. No, I didn't say that because I was like, you know... Uh, That's fine. You, you chose to soak on the I, first one. I, no, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to soak on every one if you can. Yeah, absolutely. But right. you chose to soak, and then I shot the second Right, no. I didn't train it on You thought time. he was dead because I said, yeah. yeah, his head explodes, but he didn't. Actually, so the second one is 17 armor piercing, too. Right. So that would again be nine. So that would be uh, two, two more wounds. Two wounds. So, so again. He's going to have a minus one. Minus one. So far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a seven. So that's going to soak one. All right. So that's two wounds. And he will use his final Benny. To um, become unshaken. Become unshaken. He's not going to try and make a spirit pull first. Sure. I mean, might yeah. as well. You're right. At least otherwise. Um. Okay. Yeah, he does. So he doesn't keep that common band. He he rolled high enough to to actually improve that. Okay. All right. So he soaked off of two of them then. No, no, he just, he just basically, uh, he's... No, yeah. I mean, he soaked the first he's got, shot. He still has two wounds. Oh, yeah. wait. Uh, no, no, he's, he, yeah. yeah, he's going to, he's going to have to do it to be able to move normally. Okay. I'll say, because I, I didn't apply the mice too. He does have a, he does have an edge that helps him soak better. I mean, uh, unshake better. As a matter of fact, <laughs> this guy over here is providing it. Um, the, the one guy mm-hmm. that you shot at says leadership bonus. Uh, but he's got okay. he's got a minus two, so that's basically going to screw that up. All right, so he's going to fire that at you. All right, so and if he misses you, if he misses you, he's still going to hit the top. He's still going to hit the top of the thing. He's not like firing laterally. What he's firing eight, up. I believe. Okay. Uh, let's see. That's eight, which explodes. Okay, that is a 13. So he is basically going to nail that thing right over you. Right where, or basically right on you. Okay. Okay. And with time, I wrote that in numbers one or two, and then I have a three here and a three here. And the reason. Probably somewhere in that ballpark. 
this stupid weapon. Hoping I would not have to. I want. I, I wanted to use the no mercy bonus. Mm-hmm. He's, he's out. He's out of that damage on or Benny's on damage rolls. Well, actually, I could still do it because this other guy has common bond. So let's, if I don't like this, I'm going to re-roll. So that's 10, 14. Now he has exploded. Um, Fourteen. Um, uh, Twenty-two. So yeah, he will spend one of his Benny's. Let him re-roll that. Well, 22 is my first one. Mm-hmm. This is worse. <laughs> okay. Well, definitely... Oh, this one... This is explode? No, it's a 6. All right, 22. So it rolls a 22 on you. 22 versus toughness? Toughness, right. All right, my toughness is 10. So that'll be... 12, that'll be 3. Okay. I'll go ahead and make a soak roll. Alright. Soak him in. Explodes. Six explodes. Uh, that's 13. So that's enough to soak all three of them. Okay, but since he is where it, since this thing goes off where it does, it's going to shatter the cross metal cross beams that you're on, and this part of the of the roof is going to collapse down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a good forty feet above the ground. Okay. Uh, so um, so let's see what the fall damage is. Falling eighty eight. Falling. 1d6 plus 1 for 4. So per 40. 10 feet falling. Round four, up yeah. to a maximum of 10d6. So that's going to be 46 plus, plus 4. four. Right. Well, 13, 14, uh, 16, 19. 19. Alright, 19 versus my toughness. Right. Um, okay. So, <coughs> so is this considered a melee or ranged falling for armor for modifying my toughness? Oh, um, melee. Okay, that would be three wounds. Okay, Let's soak that one too. No bennies to soak. All right. So basically, Can't the roof card, the roof co- already spent it. Right? Um, so the roof basically collapses down on top of you. Uh huh. Okay. So do I get to make an agility check or anything to see if I ninjutsu? Uh, you're personally welcome to try that. I'll give you a um, agility check um, uh, with your minuses. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, eight explodes. Uh, that's an 11. And then with my minuses of three would be an eight. Okay. So you managed to fall to the ground, but not, uh, but as, you know, as, as not be- buried beams or whatever, they yeah. fall down around you. You can actually still use them as, um, uh, as cover, but they not they're not binding. Okay. Groovy. Okay. Um, Does Waco do anything? Uh, Waco uh, is. Uh, what we're gonna do? Um, this is this is. Uh, this is this is. Uh, Discouraging, but Waco's not a—he's not a weak need person. So um, Waco is going to do the only thing that he thinks will work here, and that is that he's going to—he's uh, going to charge this guy and try to attack him um, mano a mano. He's going to charge the guy with the two wounds or the guy with the shield? The guy with the shield, because he's uh, thinking that some sh- the shield or whatever probably doesn't protect him against hand-to-hand combat. Uh, so, anyway, so he's going to uh, he's going to charge forward. That's a five. So, yes, he's going to basically run up from behind where he was hiding and launch a melee attack. So that's, so that's going to be at a... Um, did he have any minuses from wounds? No, he, I mean he's not a wild card. He only rolled one die. So right. So if he, he had, would, if he had wounds. He yeah, would be he would. Dead. So he's basically going to go or up and he's going to try to stab this guy with a knife. So strength plus d six for a knife. Yeah, and uh, that is a uh, eleven versus this guy, which is pretty darn impressive. So that's going to that's a hit, uh, but not with a raise. So, um, what's his strength? His strength is going to be uh, a D eight because he's okay. a strong guy, um, and, uh, <coughs> and the knife's going to be a D six. So, and that is a total of eleven. Okay, which is going to cause him, uh, this guy, to be shaken but not wounded. Okay, so. Um, At which point, uh, this guy is going to um, unlimber um, a gun and shoot him. Okay. Draw a weapon and then fire it? Yeah. While he's in melee? Yeah, you can do that. A short arm, you can do that. You can't. Uh, a long arm, you can basically use a club unless you want to move away. But you can pull a gun, a handgun, and shoot. So he basically pulls out a gun and shoots this guy. And uh, and that is a, um, well, that's a four. I mean, that's a two, I should say. Uh, that's not going to hit. Um, does he have some bonuses? Even if he did, um, it says pistols can be fired in close combat, but since the defender is actively fighting back, the target number is parry rather than... It's parry, you're right. That's what it was. So, yeah. you'd have to get That'd be a, a little that's higher. A little higher. Okay, he's going to spend another Benny. 
shoot this guy. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, all right, so that's going to be um, six, 3d6. Oh, 10, um, 15, basically, <clears throat> Waco goes down. Mm -hmm. he, he's either dead or, or dying. I'd roll on the chart. Okay. He, he goes down. And then he basically, turn, he, he basically turns and... and oh, uh, it was, did, did he... Um, he was shaken. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, he, uh, or I should... Well, actually, it was during his turn. He was, he was, uh, he was so, stabbed. Well, he was, he, he was waiting. He was delaying. So basically, he he ran out in the middle of his turn. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm just saying, is it so he, he had to use that to unshake? So at which point he's uh, then going to use uh, instead of firing at you, he's basically gonna he, he's gonna turn around and and retreat back toward the plane. Because he's run out of bennies. So just checking, even with, um, I think he got a 13 on the shooting roll, right? For who? For dude. <coughs> Shoot, shooting, on, shooting at Waco? Yeah, the, the shooting check versus his parry. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. So the, it would be 13 minus 2 for drawing a weapon. Right. That would be 11. I don't know what Waco's target toughness is, but I know you rolled an extra D6. So. Yeah, I was giving it around a, a 6 or 7. <coughs> yeah, I'm just saying, but he rolled, like, way up. I got you. So, I'm saying he only has one wound, so he's either going to be, um, uh, he's, he's, he's either, he's taking that wound. Definitely, yeah. for sure. So, and Waco doesn't have any armor. I got you. And just, you know, even though this guy is using armor-piercing bullets. Mm. So, and a big hog of a gun. Yeah. He retreats. He retreats basically out the uh, the door, mm -hmm. um, leaving you in there mm -hmm. uh, rather than closing with you and, and basically coup de gras on you. Oh, I'm still up. Yeah, but you you could be hiding. You didn't say what you were doing. Are you hiding behind any of the debris? Well, I'm assuming you said the debris landed around me. Yeah, so but we're, we're talking about a big chunk of the top of the <coughs> of the hangar came yeah. crashing down. Yeah, so, I took three wounds from the fall. Right, but I'm just saying is it is so there's enough there for you to uh per, to to hide behind for cover. And so well, I mean, my agility checks, I'm assuming I landed on my feet and I'm still holding all my stuff. I'm just, you know, damaged from stuff. Yeah, but my question's well, my question to you is are you actually you know, trying I'm not, not, I'm not, try not to be seen? I haven't had a chance to hide or anything yet. So I'm doing exactly what I'm doing when I fell. Okay. My agility landed on my feet. Well, you you, 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 you did a roll. You did a roll and came up on your feet if you yeah. watch it. Whatever. Okay. So one is that he's backing up. Ah. Uh -huh. Okay. And uh, and that's it's the end of the turn. Yep. So Wade goes down. This other guy, you don't know what's going on with him. Because mm -hmm. uh, basically he was firing at you behind some planes. So that he's got cover from them completely. And um, so we got this... Uh, New, new, new round. So, it's five too low. Five is too low. All right. So we got a king. Uh -huh. Nine. Uh -huh. And another king. All right. I'll take the king. And they've got an ace. 
All right. All right. So this guy goes and um, turns around, runs for the airplane, and gets onto the airplane. Okay. The airplane, the airplane be, uh, begins to take off. It basically goes and just goes in a straight vertical takeoff mode. Okay, the propellers have been have been turning the whole time because mm-hmm. this is supposed to be, you know, there's people outside really kind of shocked at all this because they thought they were, you know, like grounds people and, and, and control. They thought they were, the ambulance was going to come up and deliver people, not to all this screaming and crying and rubble and rubble and, and explosions and stuff like that. So it's really very chaotic going on. It's really, you know, phantasm warping. And of course, the inside is somewhat plunged into darkness because of the, well, light's pouring through a big hole in the ceiling. It hasn't turned dark yet. So, yeah, it's just a lot of smoke, though, in the stuff. It's an explosion. So so this thing is beginning to take off. So it's uh, that's pretty much all he's doing. Um, if there's anybody on board with... Oh, the guy with the rocket launcher? He get on as well? You don't know. You, well, you certainly, he certainly hasn't had time to get on. Sure. I mean, there's no way he could have gotten on. So it looks like this thing's taken off without it. So... Okay. Um you don't know where he. You don't know where he is right now, other than the direction in which he he, he must have fired the missile, because um, you saw him. It's all where he was. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? You going to go after um, the plane? No, I'm going to let the plane take off. What I'm going to do is I'm going to. Um, can I see anything? What, what do I see? See where? Towards the outside of the hangar. Just lots of people out there, um, you know. Um, I mean, this plane you said is starting to take off. I hear the engines rev up more. Basically, you see the plane lifting up off the him running over there and jumping onto the plane, and the plane lifting up off the ground. Uh-huh. Basically, revving up and lifting up off the ground. So it's still going up. Okay. I. Uh, I mean, unless you can do some kind of a double move running, um, I don't think you can reach the plane before it gets outside of a, of a height thing for you to do. Well, I have a D8 pace plus uh, D10 on my running die. Right. I mean, I could, if I wanted to, possibly reach it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to. I'm going to shoot at the other guy that shot the rocket launcher when I see him. Okay. So I'm going to train towards the... Uh, I see this thing lifting off. I saw the guy get up. I can see the doorway, so... I'm going to wait till I see the other guy run up on the doorway or this guy come down the doorway, you know, if there's like an autopilot or something. Right. You know, I'm going to wait until I see someone that, that I choose to shoot um, boarding this plane. So I'm just, you know, still in my shoot em mode. All right. So you're waiting. Not necessarily on the plane, but I mean, some, like, tar- if I see him obviously pop out, and you know, he's like, I'm standing next to the stairs. I'm going to shoot him. Right. You know. No, I understand. So you're basically looking at the plane, taking off, training on it, yeah, any, any any obvious targets, and um, and the thing takes off and flies away. And the other guy, to your best of your knowledge, never gets on it. Okay. <coughs> and so I'm going to use my move to go look for him then. Huh? Okay, so it's been you know, um, like I said, it's been it's been a whole a full round since that's happened. So sure. if he was moving, he's had at least two rounds on you, plus the distance was already between you. 
I mean, he would have to have not moved towards me, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you are... I'm cautiously moving past speed, you know, ducking behind doors, looking around. All right. So, you, um... You, you basically uh, get past the wreckage. You get past the plane that was between you and him. And you see that there is a door to the outside at the back of the hangar mm-hmm. swinging open. You move up there carefully, looking outside. Mm-hmm. You don't see him. Or do I? With a notice of seven. Mm-hmm. Minus three. Or is that with a minus four. three? So what'd you roll? A four modified. You do not not see him. He's either, you know, he's either, um, you know, run away um, or uh, or mixed in with the crowd, you know, or he's gone to another um, hangar or he's hiding out uh, behind some rocks and, uh, you know, on, on the edge of the airfield. Keeping in mind that he's wounded and I know he's moving slower. Do I spot a trail of blood? That doesn't actually make him move slower. Really, I thought wounds uh, affected your pace. No. Not to my knowledge. Minus one cumulative penalty to pace, minimum of one into all further trait tests up to the maximum of the hero's three wounds. Or if two wounds, for example, suffers a minus two penalty to his pace and any trait tests. Okay, all right. So given that I have a faster pace, I'm assuming I can move as a normal person might with my wounds. Okay, so where are you going? I'm still heading back towards that back door. I'm okay. not going somewhere different, but right. I'm just saying, you know, I right. figure if this dude's wounded, because I know I shot him, I saw the bullet connect. It grazed his face. He's Why? bleeding. He's bleeding. Yeah. His head. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking for this blood. Trying to find him. All right. So, anyways, make it, that's what I'm doing. I'll make, okay, when you get outside, I'll go ahead and make a notice check. A seven less three for my wounds, so that is a four. Okay. Um, all right. You notice there is some blood on the ground. It looks like it's going toward another um, uh, another one of the hangers. Uh, I follow that. Okay. Um, make um, another notice check. That's also a four. Okay. Um, that's not going to be good enough. Um. Okay, you're you basically you're you're going around. Um, uh, you're a, you are able to track the uh, blood to a door in the next um, the the next. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time saying uh, hanger, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the next hanger, 
So you then, um, and you get inside, and you can see that there's some people running around excitedly. Okay, I, I uh, use my police skills to calm them down. I say, you know, everybody, where where is the armed, you know, the armed man? Oh, oh, they'll say, he, 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 he was shooting at us. He went out the front. I run out the front. Okay. Um, uh, actually using my run skill with the intention of, you know, shooting him if I see him. All right. So um, that's going to be... Uh, that is going to be 11 squares. Okay. Um... Okay, so um, eleven squares—that's um, uh, sixty something feet. So you're about you're about basically the middle of the um, um, of the. Say again, the hangar. Uh, I keep wanting to say aerodome, <laughs> the hangar, and you um, and you hear the sound of gunfire, single shots. It's like a bang bang, coming from out in the front. I aim over in that direction. Okay. Again, I declared I was going to shoot if I saw the guy. Do I see him? No, you, but you do see, um, you, you, I mean, there's a lot of activity. You see people running around outside the front of the, of the, of the, uh, of, of the hangar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at, are you going to continue forward? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to keep facing. You run, you run to the forward. Okay. And you, what you see at this point is you see a small airplane, okay, bumping uh, over the uh, grassy t- um, field, okay, t- uh, toward a uh, one of the uh, 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 sorry, uh, one of the runways. I shoot at that plane. Okay. Um, small plane. So I'm assuming you know. Two engine, it's probably only got one engine, and it's it, it's 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 going away from you. So you're basically seeing the back part of the plane. Uh, <coughs> based on how it will have to turn to go and take off. If you want to basically set up for a distance shot, set up for a distance shot. Then all right, I'll take a knee, you know, and aim. Okay. That'll be my action. This will be a, this will be a long distance shot at this point. Sure. How how far do I feel like it is? Uh, well, it's probably around. Uh, uh, I have no idea. Um, it's I, I it's, it's at least twenty four squares. Okay. Okay. So it basically gets on there, turns, <coughs> and starts taking off. Okay. Now the problem here is, is it's taking off, of course, in the opposite direction of the way the planes are land, coming in, because basically they flew in. It's basically tra- flying over to the closest thing and it's going to take off in the opposite direction. Okay. So it's flying in, you know, opposing traffic. Yeah. Aiming towards the front of the plane. You know, I'm assuming, you know, at least, you know, front of plane versus back of pit plane, you know, some. Right. Some ability to aim at that. Okay. So you can either try to fire at the front where the pilot is, or you can try to fire oh, at the engine. That's what I'm trying to fire at. At the engine. Yeah. Okay. Try to stop that plane. All right. Okay, so you're at a distance, so go ahead. Let me go and take a look here to what uh, kind of armor is on point. So it's between 24 and 48 squares? Yes. I'm going to say that. Because, 
You're okay. basically going to go over to the closest thing because it's, it's, it's a lot easier to take off with a um, <laughs> on a runway than it is trying to bump across. You can take off on an open field. It's just harder. Right now, there's no reason to when you can get over onto a runway. Isn't right. All right, let's see. There's cool equipment. Here we go. Those are some good models. Civilian aircraft. Okay, so let's call this a Cessna Skyhawk. It's got a toughness of two, 12. <coughs> All right, so that was. All shot against that part of the airplane. What is that in terms of penalties? I, it, I, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it's not like it, aiming it, at someone's head. There's a size thing. It would be basically like a minus four, but with the size difference. So this would be considered something that would be large, at least. So let's let's give just let's, uh, considering we're talking. There's also speed an issue. So let's just talk talk about this as a minus two. Okay. <coughs> so if you hit it, you'll get your plus four. Okay, great. So that is a 10 plus four, 14. Okay. Minus two, 12. And then minus three for my wounds, so a nine. Okay. This is one better, so this is a 10. So that's a hit with a raise. Both are hits with raises. You're getting two shots off? Yep. Why are you getting two shots, by the way? Uh, I have an AR-15 that has a rate of fire. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Shoot at it. All right. Six, seven, eight, plus four. That's 12, armor-piercing two. Okay. Uh, makes it 12, which is exactly its toughness. And then the second shot is 12, armor-piercing 2. Same thing. So <coughs> usually hit it both exactly on its toughness. I'm not quite sure how this. I have well, to... The first, first hit, because it's not with a raise, would shake an ob shake a thing. And then if you I'm not shake sure how... something, it's already shaken. That's Let me just see of... how this works here. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Don't you have to exceed its toughness, or nope? Normally, it's equal. Okay. Okay. So the the thing is, is that if you hit something, that is, see, on a person, it makes sense. I'm not quite sure how that works as far as the plane is concerned. <coughs> um, hold on a second here. Let's see, vehicles. Come on, combat vehicles. Vehicles. Vehicle collision critical hits damage one hundred. Bigger attacks. Okay, so fast moving target. Okay, so okay, the equals or exceeds forces the driver to make a driving roll or out of control check. Okay. Um, all right. So the pilot is going to have to make an out of Check. A piloting? Piloting checks, basically. Okay, this is just an average person here, so I'm going to give them a, 
a six. Is this a minus two because he's wounded? No, no, he's not driving. He's, he's forcing somebody else to take him up. Okay. What's that? No, I was going to ask the same thing. <coughs> so that's a four, so that's successful. Okay. Um, the um, second shot. So I guess I have to. Uh, okay, each raisin damage inflicts a wound. Double checking. Are you reading about shaken characters under attack? No, no. I'm looking under 100 under damage. Okay. So. It didn't take. Yeah, it did. It did not inflict a wound either time. So the guy's going to make another roll, I guess, because you hit it twice mm-hmm. and made both successful rolls. Okay. All right. So he managed. So basically, he's flying, and he's getting higher and higher at this point. Mm-hmm. I keep taking pop shots as long as he's in range. And range in this case is ninety-six squares. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know if I get a second shot of taking down the craft. Uh, well, what's going to happen here is, is that, um, is we need to make a, uh, uh, we need to make an initiative check. Okay. (laughs) There's no joker, so we're good. Six. Good. Seven. Eight. Sequential. Queen. Okay. Remember that Osprey I was telling you about? Yep. It hasn't disappeared. Okay. So it's going to basically... um, uh, It's going to launch a missile at you. Okay. Uh. So... uh, I mean, they were planning to, but you're firing at the sky, so they're they're gonna they're gonna do they, you know they were gonna do their their best to stop you. So, <coughs> I is going to roll. And that is a seven, which is going to be a hit, mm-hmm. and it's going to basically do the same damage as before. No range penalties. Uh, seven. Still, I don't, it's not for the range we're talking about. You really hadn't gotten that far up. I thought about using uh, machine gun fire. Might be a better idea, but explosions are, are cooler. So, <sighs> wow. Okay, so uh, okay, so that's three, so that's fifteen, um, and uh, that's twenty-one, and that's twenty-six. All right, I am incapacitated. Okay, and we need to roll on the incapacitation chart to see whether you survive. Okay, roll me, um, let's 
Uh, roll me. Uh, what is it? Make an immediate vigor roll. Vigor roll. Thank you. Three wounds. Minus three. So that is a one. So I am dead. Okay. I have no bed to suspend. The total roll of one. The character dies. All right. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, these things happen. All right. <sighs> Unless whatever I it was that you. You were going to pick for yourself, cause you to survive. By the way, you know, there are other people here who have cards. I, 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 don't, play I don't know. Well. Are you there still, Dave? I'm not going to, but I could. Is there something you can do to save this guy? Your best. Your what was the card that I had? Because I actually had that in notepad. Notepad crash. Okay. Well, the, the all right. The ones you have are ruination. Okay. The right. devil made me do it. Surprise. Uh, <coughs> treasure and interference, which is probably the most likely useful card you have. When this card is played, strange energies are released to interfere with magic and electricity. All magical spells, items, whatever, stop working until the end of the scene. All electronic devices fail as well. The game master shall create the event and determine the details. But does that happen around him, or can he make it happen in the other scene? It's it's a card the player gets to play. Okay, so it's not really <laughs> limited to himself. Okay, so I But it's a little late to play after he's dead, though, right? No, he could have played before if you've been paying attention. I'm just saying, if you want to play something now, uh, for example, the missile could fail. Simple solution. Or it says all electronics stop working. Right. So the thing just glides down rather than, you know. Well, I'm saying is if if he stops the missile, you know, I mean, I don't think the entire airport's going to go out. It could. I mean, it's it's up to you. You're you're playing this card here. What are you saying? No, I don't know. Well, it's not too late. You know, I didn't even think about the cards uh, playing on other uh, other players. Unless that uh, pocket watch I took like has some magical property that reverses time or something. Oh, okay. The, ma- the, the the I don't know what the stopwatch. You know the the pocket watch I took. Oh, because I played that card saying that's. Some magical property. All right. The um yes, the stopwatch. Okay. You're right. The stopwatch. Oh, the pocket, the pocket watch. watch. The pocket watch. Okay. Um uh, the pocket watch fall uh is 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 your do when you suddenly see this this you hear the sound of the, the launch and you see the missile rocking towards you, you jump up. And you see the and the pocket watch jumps out of your pocket. As it does that, it the, it basically jerks against the stem, and 
something happens. All of a sudden, everything turns really, really blue. And everything and everything gets really muted, really, really quiet. You look around and you see everything is everybody around you is like frozen or actually moving very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. You, but you can still see that this missile is coming towards you at a fairly, fairly rapid pace. Hmm. Well, when it becomes my turn, I move. Well, it will be your turn because they already fired. I run. Okay. You run? I run towards the, uh, you know, if the missile's shooting at me, you know, I try and run you know, away from it. You know? Okay. All right. So in, in the sorry, if it's if it's going towards me, I try and you know run as far away from it as I can. So that would be fourteen squares of distance. I cover. Okay. Well, all of these explosions cover fourteen squares, so that should put you outside. <coughs> Boom! Okay, and um, and you are and you're safe. And all of a sudden, the light you know the light comes back to normal. And I'm not out in the open, if possible. Oh, okay. You can run back when in I the, when I run. You're you know, gonna run back into the hangar. I mean, they saw this missile coming down and then explode. You know, probably pretty quick. So maybe yep. they thought I died. And they, well. You could have been disintegrated by that explosion. Could be. I could have. So you run back into the hangar. Yeah. Because that's the best place to cover. I run or, back in, okay. in the hangar. But. Right. So the plane takes off. The Osprey takes off. Because uh-huh. you disappeared. You don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. And that's um, that's all we know. Okay. Um, uh, we. Um, and. By the time you come back, both of the planes are way too far distance for you to fire at. Um, there's uh, uh, no nobody is trying to, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess people are firing at it you know, with their handguns and rifles and stuff they might be carrying. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's not it's it's the Osprey, as I said, is armored, so it basically is ignoring that kind of damage. And uh, it flies away. I do my best to run as fast as I can, as much as I can, towards the uh, control tower and uh, ask for medical care. Or help, I was, you know, badly damaged in that, that you know, that rubbling gunfire you heard. Okay. Oh. Um, sure. They, 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 they took a man hostage. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, they, they, you get there, okay, and they'll they'll go in, they'll cover it. Somebody, you know, the guard, I guess, you know, I mean, is the, they may, or, it's a really large airport. I'm sure they have at least a couple paramedics of such there. So there'll be a couple guys wearing, you know, red crosses on their arms, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, brassers on their arms, it's, you know, not wearing guns. Yep. And um, their brasser actually has a big red cross on it. <laughs> And they'll run over to you, and uh, I mean, they're already running over toward you with the explosions and all that taking place. They figure people are going to be hurt, and there were people hurt. There were lots of people hurt. 
And so they'll, they'll run over and try to get, tell you to lay down, you know, you know, you, you're, you're injured, you need, you need you know, immediate medical care and so forth. And they will try to do some first aid to you. I will give them, uh, since these guys are professionals, I will give them a D10 so they won't have a hero die. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will give you a five. I'm going to heal one. Okay. So. At least you're now at a two. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, at which point you can go over to the, uh, uh, you might, are you interested at all what happens to Waco? Uh, I saw him die. So, you, know. <laughs> you, you can always totally tell the people there that there's a, a man who's probably killed, but I'm so, sure it'll go find him. So, so um, since I saw a couple people running around with these, you know, I ask another guy for some help, you know, yeah. after, after a few minutes. I try and take take the most out of this golden hour, uh, where it says each attempt takes ten minutes. Okay. Um, it says a different character may attempt a healing roll. Do they have to roll higher than the first character in order to do something? Or? No, it says a different character may attempt a healing roll, but once attempted, that healer has done all he can for that particular patient. So since there's a couple dudes running around, right. I see if the second guy can help me. Out. It's just that with with these explosions going on, there's a no, there's a lot of wounded. So yeah. whether or not they're going to give you more than one person is going to give you aid is really questionable. Why don't you make a um, Persuasion. Per, well, hey, let's, let's, let's hear your orations, persuasion, to why you should receive healing, uh, their attention versus somebody else who's who's already injured, who hasn't been tended yet. Uh, I say, hey, you know, this, this he, he helped. You know, my my leg was all you know bloody, but you know he he was so busy you know running off to these other guys, he didn't notice. You know, I got all these gunshots too. You know, I was caught in the rubble and then I was shot. You know, I, I could really use a little more, if, you know, if you can, you know. Okay, so you're you're you're, you're declaring that your injuries are, are very severe. My injuries are very severe. Make make a make a persuasion check. Uh, that is a persuasion of two minus two. No, is... no, it's two plus two because I have plus oh. two for charisma bonus. Okay. So that's. So no, that's a yeah, they, grand total. They, they realize you're walking around. Unless there's a situational bonus for being no. really bloody. No, I think there's enough people out here that are also injured that they're going to see that you have been tended to by somebody, mm. and therefore you're just going to have to wait your turn. Mm. Does, does my turn come at all during that hour? No. That's why I was making giving you the roll. Okay. So I got a second guy make a attempt at you, but unfortunately that failed. So. You do have, by the way, you do have the time to go and um, and, <coughs> and and examine this watch. Okay. Okay. And inside of it, it says it says uh, Acme uh, slow mo um, uh, watch. You know, you know uh, the watch that, that helps you make the most of your opportunities. Uh, it says, please return to uh, Acme uh, Magic Shop in Magic Cost to to recharge. I say, I'll be damned. And I shut the pocket watch and I put it in my backpack. 
So apparently you can only do this once between charges. Good still though. Yep, kept you alive. Mm-hmm. All right, so that kind of brings us to the <coughs> end of you in this, what's going on here. So um, there, of course, I don't know if, uh, how how much you want to interact with the uh, police or you know the sheriff and all that stuff because um, of course there's you know there's going to be a deputy who's going to show up trying to investigate what's going on, start take down people's testimony, whatever. Are you going to talk to him? Or are you going to avoid him? What are you going to do? I'm not going to intentionally seek him out, and I'm not going to run away. I'm using this golden hour, both in terms of the healing and in terms of before it gets dark. Right. in the golden hour to try and get healed. Okay. So I'm literally just running around, hey, you know, can yeah. you spare spare a couple bandages? You know, I've been shot. Can you help me out? You know, I'm not. You know, um, you, you can provide your own healing. I I could, but I'd be worried I would wound myself. You, you could make it worse. Well, I mean, there there is clean water available here. Yeah. Um, do you have a medical kit? A first aid kit? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Um, Does you normally carry with you? I mean, I have basic medical stuff in my bag. Okay. It's not like a... I'm saying, if you, want, like a if you want to make the attempt, you can make the attempt. But that's right now, that's the only thing... We, what does the medical kit give me? If you don't have it, there's a minus. Mm. It's one of those okay. things where it doesn't help you, it just keeps you from having minuses. See, Unless you have some kind of superior medical kit, in which case you might have a bonus. But the standard one is just to keep you from having minuses. Success, erase, for the race of no effect, modifiers, subtractations, wound levels. Wounded character trying to heal his own suffers from both effects. His wound plus the wound penalty for healing. Healing requires basic supplies, golden hour, incapacitated. Um... Actually, it's just natural healing that hurts. It just says it can be used to treat. It doesn't actually say healing can hurt you. I always was told that if you that it made a a chance that you could actually hurt yourself. I thought that too, but that's actually only written under natural healing. Okay. It says every five days, wounded or incapacitated may make a vigor roll. Wild cards remove a wound level with a success or improve two with a raise. Critical failure on natural healing. Well, that's always, I mean, critical Increases a uh, wild card's wound level by one. Uh, well. Yeah, under healing at the top of 78. 78. This is one of those things where I bet there's things in two different places. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that is Aftermath, walking wounded. Um, right. Um, uh, it doesn't actually say. Normal healing. All right. Okay. Um, zone injuries. So, in other words, they're saying they're doubling 
Ooh, yeah, I would okay. basically have minus two for my standard wounds because it's hard to heal. Me. And it, so it'd be a minus four. It would be a minus four on the roll. On the roll, yeah. So, so it's just it's really hard to heal yourself. Yeah. But yeah. as far as being able to hurt yourself more. Right. No, it's not going to hurt you more. So okay. I'll try it then. All right. There's no reason not to. Right. Uh, six explodes. Six explodes. Uh, that is a 15 minus four, so that's an 11. So this would treat two wounds. Two wounds. So I'm now at no wounds. Good for you, then. All right. So you're done. And then with the rest of the time, since I was asking people and nobody would help, yeah. you know, I bandaged myself up. I go in the bathroom of this airport. You know, I look in the mirror. You know, There's I a lock. number of bathrooms in this airport. So I lock the door. I find one of the ones that's like for families. Yeah. You know, okay. like a changing station one. Sure. I lock that door. And, you know, I'm looking at myself. I'm looking pretty beat up in the mirror. I open my backpack. You know, I, I rip open the gauze with my, my mouth because, you know, my arm's kind of shot up. And, you know, I'm applying it and, you know, running the water. And there's just blood all over the sink. And, you know, some on the mirror as well. And, yeah. I'm just doing everything I can to patch myself up. So I, you know, I hear people banging, and I'm like, it's occupied, lady. You know, but. Right. Okay. okay. Um, now, one of the th- impressions you got when you were doing this movement was that uh, you didn't get – you got the feeling that you weren't going to be able to – you weren't able to do anything but move. Okay. So, so you could – I mean, while you – you could have fired a gun. You could have pulled the trigger on a gun. It actually wouldn't have taken effect until afterwards. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, it didn't give any bonuses to stabbing somebody or something like that. It was more or less just allows you free movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's you didn't try to open any doors or anything, so you don't even know if that would have worked. Mm-hmm. You were just moving. So basically, it just seems to be able to let you move. Well, he went inside the hangar. Is there a door? No, it's a big open thing okay. the hangar. Basically ran inside the hangar, making the hangar a barrier between. Yeah, or I ducked between hangars if they were closed. I, I somehow you got were out right of... outside the hangar. Remember, you ran straight out the front yeah. door and then kneeled outside and took aim with your gun. Yep. So I mean, it was basically you just turn around and ran back inside, mm-hmm. which is what I would have done if someone was firing missiles at me. <coughs> mm-hmm. Especially because this one didn't have a hole in its roof. Next hangar over. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, so, all right, so you get yourself put back together. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of chaos going on. This is going to last. Darkness falls, um, you know, people. Assuming lights stay on in the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they have plenty of light. They have, you know, there's a big PowerPoint out there, speeding power here. But, um, Just a lot of bullet points. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm saying is that the, uh, the, the lights that are on the runway, of course, they turn those off. Because they're, they're normally little people land at mm-hmm. night, anyways. Um, so um, people could still land if they could, you know, and they could use the uh, radar to line them up with the uh, runways. But they're kind mm-hmm. of on their own. I mean, there's a there's light for emergency lighting, but it's it's a lot of light. I mean, those lights are tremendously, you know. Why they don't have like glow in the dark paint or something? It's just not bright enough. Really, with all the. Allergen lights? Like, I would think that there would be enough light shining on the... Well, I mean, glow-in-the-dark paint doesn't really stay glowing for that long unless you put, like, radioactive substances in it. it, it I'm just saying is that people flying in, yeah. 
Um, I mean, they, if, they, if there's good visibility, if it's not raining or rain, anything like that, or a dust, <coughs> all many things that can happen in Little Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're flying in, yeah, I mean, you'll, they, they'll turn those lights on and you'll see, you know, one runway with, with, with lights along it. You can try to land it mm-hmm. and you probably will. Uh, it's, but I'm just saying is it's, and of course you're, you're coming down slowly because of the whole light, unless you're heavily loaded. But normally you're coming in coming, coming relatively slowly because you're lighter because you're less fuel on your plane. So it's it still takes a a, a, a check which if you fail is going to cause damage you know, damage to your plane. But more, normally people are going to be able to land. But you know, there's it's just one of those things where they really discourage you from doing that. They want you to land before the lights the light goes out. Okay. So anyways, so the two planes have taken off. Um, and uh, you're in, you're basically taking care of yourself in the run uh, in the whatever uh, in the bathroom, cleaning yourself up, spiffing yourself up, you know, hiding your wounds as best you can, and you're done. You know, yeah. People have people. So specifically, I found a tampon machine in there, and I used to plug my bullet holes. It's the perfect. It's the perfect mechanism for it. You just pull it out and you just you know just stick it in. Yeah. Did you just realize that, or did you get it from somewhere? Unfortunately, that's not I, a, I, that, I, that's I not a sterile. <laughs> That's not sterile. I wouldn't want to shove a tampon into a bullet hole. It's, cotton. it's just cotton. But it's not sterile cotton. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to st- stick, you know. I'm just letting you know, I'm using that as part of my stuff. All right. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll pull them out, you know, I'll, I'll get proper treatment. And, and it's well, ready. proper treatment. How you already gotten proper treatment seeing as you were tended to by, you know. And I, they didn't do as good a job as I did on myself. Yeah, and, uh, and pressure bandages, by the way, uh, I mean, the... Uh, 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 sanitary napkins can act as pretty as pretty good pressure bandages if they've got all that padding. So. All right, so perfect thing for a are, are you so now that light, the uh, darkness has fallen, you've got yourself okay. You've collected your your supply of tampons. Um, what are you going to do? I'm finish using the bathroom. Yeah, and flush the toilet. No, we yeah. clean up a little bit in this bathroom. So okay, it is a. Right. It is, I'm sure. And then after I finish, I head out. I know that these guys... You have are, no idea where these people are. I know that these guys were um, heading back to town. Yes. Um, so I attempt to get like a, a cab or a... Um, if there's a hotel attached to the airport. There is not. Um, there's a hotel. The, the Kickapoo Casino... Has the hotel attached to it? And there's you, and of, you do have rooms down there. Is there some type of night transportation? Then I take night transportation to the casino. Okay. And then when I get to the casino, you know, I'm going to attempt to uh, get them to settle up on the um, the winnings. Okay. All right. Um, okay. That's going to kind of be my objective. Just right. Okay. Uh, you get there, and sure. Okay. Can you? Re- t- uh, re- do you remember the terms, all the terms? So they were going to keep 40% of the total winnings. Right. Uh, or the total total buy-in, rather. Uh, 60% was to be split. I believe it was like 30, 15. No, it was like. Are you talking about. Like 40, 15, 5 or something? Are you talking about just the prize money? 
the pots. Everybody paid in a thousand. Right. I, I think we we determined that splitting the pot that way, if you just get the pot, you actually lost money. No, no, no. The, person, the person in first place, they basically got their money plus like a hundred silver or something. The person in second place only got like half their money. So I get, you know, out of the thousand I paid in, I get back like 500. And then I get 10% of all of the right. concession and... Right. T-shirts or, you know, toy guns or whatever. Sure. And basically they were saying, you know, don't worry, you know, even if you come in last, you're going to come out ahead. Right. So I'm assuming since I didn't come in last, I came in second. Right. You say you get 5%? I, I'm not, it was supposed to be like 10 or 15% of the sales for stuff, for tickets and Merch and concessions. But yeah, basically, I just know that even if I were to come in the last place, it, you know, it's basically an exhibition. You know, everybody there that's competing is going to walk away with more than they pitched in. So, if the last place person even got nothing, just concession, you know, they would get a thousand and one back. Right. So since I got half of my buy-in, I lost money compared to what I pitched in. Right. I probably came out with at least 500. Okay, so um, so your take is sixty five hundred. Okay. What he made like fifty five hundred. Wow. Yeah. Be <clears throat> good for a day's work. Great. I um. I tell them, you know, th thank you, you know, so much for you know, helping put this on. I'm sure you guys made out like. Like a casino, well, you know, making a lot of money, and uh, it was very, it was, it was a, it was a good show. Um, I think if we would have had a little more time to put it together, then we might have been able to do even better. And how much money does a casino make in a day here? Well, it depends on how, how many people are there. Let's probably, say like probably at least twenty five thousand. Yeah. Well. It's actually higher than that because it includes a lot of stuff. Um, on a good day, they're probably they're probably uh, well, they're not clearing that, but I'm saying they're probably grossing over a hundred thousand with all the money that goes through there and all the people showing up for you know vacations and stuff. But when you take off for the cost of running the place and all the all the food and entertainment and uh, deals for people and all the uh, all the security and everything else. You're probably right that they're probably making 
They're probably clearing somewhere around twenty five thousand a week. A week or a day? A week. A week. I would say. I mean, clear profit twenty five thousand a week. Yeah. After, pay, after paying everyone. After paying made. everything. Yeah, that's that's that pretty good. Like CEO's salary and everything. Right. That's good money. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that still means he did better than a casino because he got fifty five hundred for a day. Well, yeah. They also got a large chunk of this day. They're yeah, average, that's true. They got their average day. Mm-hmm. You know, may only be like. Yeah. 4,500 or so, but this day they probably took in 20. Yeah. yeah. So, so, there's a certain amount that went to the wild bill, you know? They yeah, got, well, they, they just rented his facility for the day. That, right. So, I ask if they can make this in a, uh, is there the equivalent of checks in this world? Um, if they, if they could make this out like, you know, uh, like a traveler's check authorized to me so that if it's lost or stolen i say you know this is a good sum of money to be carrying around you know i show them you know i got you know kind of ambushed a little earlier got shot up and you know well not not necessarily afraid for myself i can handle a gun as you saw earlier in the competition but you know certainly looking to to make sure i don't part ways with this this money well we can give it to you in gold pieces we can if you want to um um you do it as a bank transfer. We could do we could do it as a bank draft, but you understand that it's not going to be um, only like ten percent of it will be immediately available when you put it to a bank in another environment that's mm-hmm. a, a partner until until they're able to confirm everything. Absolutely. Well, if you could put it in, uh... we might want to take a certain amount out before that. Makes sense. Uh, I'd like to take out, say, uh, 1500 of it now. Okay. And then if we could transfer, transfer that over to my bank and I give them the details. Uh, I had opened a bank in New Akron. Uh, that's the one that was storing the barrel for Bruno's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do actually have details on that. Okay. Um, so we'll say I have 1500 now from them, and then I have 4000 going to Right. By, by the way, how much how much is the oil that we we're getting? Well, um, as, as as I explained to you, that what um, Silas is doing is okay. going to get that oil for you. Okay. Basically, he's he's using embezzlement to pay for the oil. So yeah, we're going to have to hoof it out of town before they catch up, hmm. catch on. Oh, I would hope so. No, no, he's he's gonna he's, he's gonna do it by creative requisitioning of supplies. So if he does it correctly, and I don't see a problem with him doing that. I mean, I basically told because of the way it was done through a card, yeah. it's basically all taken care of. He's basically gonna he, he's. But I think the card says you can be found out. No, it doesn't. It just simply says that you it's a windfall. Or something. It is, the way the card read was is that you know you're, the, what when you get something it's going to be worth X a lot more than you thought it was, yeah. and so we said we parlayed it in a, a role playing aspect to say well, he's going to be able to the books, um, uh, you know, safely so that he can take this money out and pay for this stuff. So that should take care of that. So all right, so you basically go in there. Uh, you don't have any idea where these guys are. Um, you uh, 
I mean, everybody, of course, is you know is talking about the you know all the stuff going on. I mean, the shoot, you know, the the the, the, the competition, uh, the competition, the uh, uh, the shootout that happened outside the farm. Um, Am I a celebrity? Something here? Uh, Am I recognizable? Oh yeah, uh, and in the sense that everybody who was out there saw you and probably because you're wearing the same clothes. So yeah, with, they, with a little more blood added. Well, whatever. The point is that I think they would still recognize you. So, yeah, everybody wants to buy you a drink. Great. I drink. Okay. Well, you will drink heartily. Spend your your newfound fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, newfound 1500 money. Well, that's in addition to that. Fame, fame is better. Fame is fleeting, so you should spend it whenever you have it. I, I mostly drink with the attractive lady. Well, there'll be that, but there'll also be a lot of guys that want to come up and buy you buy you a drink because they they admire your uh, uh, your, the, your your manly art of shooting. But I mostly drink with attractive ladies. Yeah, okay. There'll be attractive <laughs> ladies that'll be interested in spending time with you. Yep. Um, Same. Got a six shooter. Yep. You you feel you for a couple of them. <laughs> You feel somebody. You feel somebody come over and give your tush a squeeze, and you realize it's that that uh, performer mm-hmm. that uh, you spent the night with uh, the previous night. I already had her. And she just looks over <laughs> at you and she says, "She says this. It's, it says it's good to be on top, isn't it?" Sometimes. And she she goes strolling off. She's not the possessive type. So, all right. So you spend basically the night getting sloshed and, mm-hmm. and, and, and enjoying yourself, figuring out whatever is going on with these people. They're going to be able to handle it because, I mean, there's there's like there's like four. I they're probably already in their rooms to sleep. Well, who knows? Yeah, I guess you don't even. They're old it. people. Yeah, they're old people. Okay, so <laughs> dawn dawn breaks. You're asleep in your room or in somebody else's dawn, room. Dawn is the girl I was with. Yeah, she breaks. Let's see here. <laughs> you are in, you are in Dawn's room, apparently. She is broken, cleaved in twain between between she and her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you guys have managed to survive the night. You, you left you left your messages <laughs> behind or whatever. Yeah, and I I left the corpse at the. At the, at the whatever. Right. So, what are you going to do now? Um, so, you guys are finally, uh, you know, back in action. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna. Okay, I, I'm listening to my radio. What seems to be a regular transistor radio, and I noticed something is a little funny about it. Um, uh, they announcing on uh, the time, and then I check my watch, and it seems to be like off by like five minutes, and. I asked somebody at the hospital, hey, do you have the time? You went back to the hospital? No. It, I thought we are still at the hospital. Well, you went over and you said you came back to the hospital. Is that it? Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Jason's yeah. still there. Yeah, then, yes. Remember, he's now downstairs right. and uh, with, um, uh, with uh, Rodney uh, watching over him. Right. Okay. Um. So the, the sheriff um, shows up and he comes in 
uh, and he and he's looking around, and he says, he, he says, he says, I, I I'd ask, uh, but uh, but uh, a lot a lot worse things have happened today. Really, what? This is oh, there was a huge uh, shootout, arm, um, uh, military shootout at the airport. Wow. Yeah. Says there are a lot of people got hurt. So mm-hmm. what's your story? I hear that uh, some armed gunmen tried to shoot your pig friend. Yeah, we were we're trying to keep away from armed gunmen because he was being shot at before, and we um, hired some people to to guard the hospital, and they basically they got through them, and one of them was hiding in the bathroom, and another of them. You had an armed gunman hiding hiding in the bathroom. Gun woman. It was she came in through the bathroom window. Yeah, she was hiding. Came in through. A window, apparently before, but must have been hiding in the bathroom. Attacked attacked us coming out. Came out of there and attacked us. Okay. And Um, there were. And she's now in my jail. um, Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, she's she's now. Yes. I'm not asking you a question, son. I can see that you haven't gotten enough sleep. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. And then now, do you want me to put this pig under? under protective custody. Is there um, some place um, he could go that would be not too well known to people? Like, no. no but people know, know that like, protective custody is in so and so place. No, I mean, I, we could take him down to the jail and put, him into, and put him into a cell where he'll be safe. I'm sure people will find out and probably raid your jail. Do you have any place secret? Mm. I mean, obviously, secret is a relative term. Some well, place where the first somebody is not going to think, oh, where would they take the pig to put him in protective custody? Oh, it must be in the jail. Well, you could, if you wanted to, you could go out to my cousin's ranch. How far away is that? Uh, it's uh, quite a ways. It's uh, at least uh, 30 miles. Hmm. Yeah, that actually doesn't sound like that bad an idea. Okay, well... If you want, um, I can uh, I can give you a letter. And you can go out there. He, I'm sure he'd understand. You don't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Ha- uh, he doesn't have a phone out there, which is probably to your benefit. So uh, just let but me know. Now we have to leave a message for people to know where we are, and then you know, somebody could pick up on the message. And- right. All right. Well, anyways, he goes and says. Uh, he says. So I hear you had a lot of trouble out there at the shoot 'em up. And yes. um, um, to um, Jason, the pig was shot at, shot at there, and then we tried to bring him. Yeah. After the whole shootout in the car, after they kidnapped us, and I brought him back, and then he was shot at again. You know, this is, uh, and, and it seems like there's like two conflicting uh, groups who are trying to get Jason. Uh, one group wants him dead, and one group wants him kidnapped. Um, one of the guys who wants him kidnapped is a guy we ran into before, and for all I know, he's still there inside that room over there. Well, it shouldn't be such a big surprise to you, but anyways, um, well, he goes and he says, are you want to press charges? Someone that has done something within the legal boundaries of... Uh, 
Little Texas that you want to press charges of? Uh, let's see. That was, out, that was in Lizard Woods. That was outside. I don't think he actually did anything here. Except help you. Right. He, I don't think he did anything hostile here. Okay. Well, yeah, we're not in the... in the. Yeah. You know, unless, unless someone's a fugitive, we're not in the... In the business of uh, of chasing people, you know, uh, we did break out of ice cap. Well, you yeah, but we, we didn't put him. We didn't, you know, put him in ice cap as you know, like legally recognized, you know, Some judge and jury. Just the fact that somebody got out of a place you walked them in. All you did to. was drop him on the shore of Ice Cap. It wasn't like you like dragged them in there, kicking and screaming, and locked them in the cell. Yeah. All right, so no, we we used the. I know um, what you did. Okay, but so he says, "Well, then it sounds like our business here is done." Uh, yeah. Other than what I just said, he goes and uh, yeah. Do you? I, I don't suppose. Um, he, he goes and uh, I, don't, I don't suppose there are any wanted chimpanzees who carry ray guns. Because uh, we we ended up killing a chimpanzee who had some kind of strange battery and who seemed to have been a sniper and who didn't have a, a weapon and whose shot did not ever leave any bullets. I read your report. Um, the, the, no, chimpan- the chimpanzee is in the morgue. Well, chimps in general were a, a, a fairly passionate group of, of animals uh, but uh, not this but not they're not, they're not um, natively homicidal but there aren't any wanted chimpanzees though there are some wanted chimpanzees uh, but uh, none that are shooters like they, I mean I mean not are, that, that are the kind that you're talking about like a sniper or an assassin mm-hmm. or something uh, there's a couple that are air pirates mm-hmm. Very famous. Are there any chimpanzees known to be hired guns or uh, recently in the area that have been uh, hired assassins? Not that I know of. Uh, there certainly aren't any. Uh, uh, there, we certainly haven't gotten a paper on it because we would have had that down by the post office. So uh, I'm saying the only, the only, usually the only thing she we must hear. have come from so- somewhere else with the other people. Then. Maybe. Mostly, I mean, most of the chimps that we run into are, uh, they, they're, they're, they, uh, I'm sorry, they uh, they get into fights. You know, they're a passion group, like I said. There's mostly, you know, the normal assault, uh, aggregated assault in some cases, uh, occasionally malicious mischief, not usually, uh, not usually murder, Um and certainly, uh, the, the, they, they tend to be more helpful than anything else. So I'm really surprised. Well, of course, he was very helpful for whoever hired him. So, uh, But I don't know of any assassin chimps. Sorry. Uh, whoever this is, he's probably been keeping a pretty low-key low thing. So I don't know what exactly uh, what happened there. I mean, after all, you don't either because you said that right. it happened in pitch blackness and yes. somebody apparently uh, jumped him. Uh, so um, I, I would just say count, count your lucky stars because it sounds like you should be dead right now. 
All right, so um, um, so he goes. He picks up a pad and tears off a piece of paper and draws a crude map on the back. and says, "If you want to go, uh, he says, here's a here's a here's a map and uh, to to my cousin's ranch, and uh, here's uh, and and he takes that and he and he uh, uh, shoves it into a uh, a leather pouch and says, and here's your pay." And he drops it, and, and I believe it was twenty uh, silver. Okay, I take it. So he and says, "And uh, uh, thank you for your help." Uh, but considering how much trouble follows you, I think the best thing for you to do is get out of town as soon as possible, because it's set, because I don't need the extra work. And I certainly don't want to be putting my um, uh, put my my deputies in danger just because you're here. So no offense, but I'd rather I'd rather see the uh, the see you gone. And he turns around and says, "Am you know?" And and walks out. I mean, unless you have something you want to no. ask him. No. Um, now, from what from what you told us before, do I know that you went towards the airport? Um. Yes, you do. Because there was that truck that was driving that you were in the back of. You were you had your hands bound and right, but I don't and think I I rode along on a horse and I fanned the thing and that's where I found. But we didn't actually went towards the airport. Though. No, that's what. Well, they were taking you towards the airport because okay. they, you were, they, they had Jason at the time. Okay, they were then. trying to get there to airlift. So you guys went off to seek medical attention. Actually, I think you went. Okay, then somewhere, I'll, I'll you went him, somewhere I'll else because well, you went back to the Jason ranch first, loaded, but I took off with Waco. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll ask him. By the way, was I don't suppose anyone named Officer Dan was involved with trouble at the airport? Uh, he says that um, no, there's no uh, there's no record of that. Okay, that's, that's uh, good. Uh, there was. Um, uh, there's, or just Dan. There was a couple people that saw that guy that was in the shoot 'em up uh, over at the, um, uh, the 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 spectacular over at that that ranch you were at, Wild Bill's Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Some couple people saw him out the airport. I thought Dan was questioning him, hmm. but they that was they just you know what that they just came across. We said, did you notice anybody noteworthy? You know when they were. No one, se- no one seemed to identify him directly. Oh, and, and Dan was pretty famous at this point. Today, anyway. Yeah. But most of the people who saw him were injured. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, well, thanks. It was when he left that area and went back to the airport uh, terminal that people saw him that recognized him. So. Anyway, all right. So uh, you guys, uh, what are you going to do? Morning is. Jason's still obviously in recuperating in the hospital. Is that correct? Well, he's already been treated. Yeah, so he, just, he just has to rest, right? Yeah, he he he's awake at this point, and he's starting to complain about. You hear him saying, "Is hey, feud? This is terrible." He says, "I have allergies. I require caviar, not chicken eggs." Hey, <laughs> Rodney. 
I have a very okay. sensitive nose. By the way, that, that reminds me. Now, I know we have animals here. Do we have, like, fish animal animals? No. Okay. There is no... Actually, with the exception of the carna whales and the carna squid, there is no fish. At all? No, there's no fish animals. Okay. Fish even in, animal. like, yeah. even like, Etowamda? Uh, like, where they have the inner... I, 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 I don't believe so, according to what I... I don't think they're... they're I, think, I, I know that insects... Don't, um, there are no in, animal insects, and I don't believe there's animal fish Except either. Except the mating ants. What? Which are ants. Well, are they more like like nanobots? Nobody knows what they are. They look like ants. Not, not that my character would know the term nanobots, but I'm asking this player. I I'm wasn't just, under the impression they were actually living creatures. Yeah. So, um, so what are you, so you, you going to do? You going to stay here? Uh, well, we need to probably uh, stay here a little longer so like, you want to try Dan to see can arrive from wherever he was. Why would Dan come here? Well, he would have to either go that, come come to meet us or would have to like go back to a hotel or something. Might want to go home. Yeah. Send a message somehow. But if we go to the hotel, that's another avenue for people to attack us because it's an obvious place to go. Okay. Oh. I don't want to really, you know, make this too complicated for you. You do realize this is a hospital, yeah, and that and that there are such things as telephone lines, especially to like a major thing like a, the casino. Good hmm. people don't have telephones in their hotel rooms, though, do they? Um, they do if they pay for them. Well, but more importantly, or can I call the front desk and say, exactly. Dan? Yeah, you can leave a message for him. Okay, I'll. Or even have someone go and run a message up to his room. Um, no, I, I think I'll call. I mean, I know it's expensive by, you know, local standards, but we can probably afford it. Okay. Well, I just thought maybe you'd ask them at the hospital to send the message. No, I, I did want to use the telephone at the hospital. Okay. Or would I have to use a message? No, they, they will let you call. The, the, uh, the hospital will let you call over to the, the, the casino and leave a message. Okay. Um, uh, you want to get in on this by any chance uh, there, uh, Dave? Yeah. Um, I, we could... The thing is, what do we want to say in the message? I mean, obviously, we want to tell them everything that happened. I don't think we can put it all in a message. Um, we can say have them meet us somewhere, but... Like what would he, where would he meet us? Like at the hospital? I don't even know how long we can stay hanging around at the hospital. Look, you're at the hospital. There's a waiting room. You can stay there as long as you want. Or if even if we do tell him to meet us, you know, we like what if he's away for like you know a day? We can't wait here for a day. Uh, okay, Jason is um, he, he is incap- not incapacitated. He is uh, fatigued for a day. He went through because he went through surgery. That, that mean it doesn't mean he can't move. He, he can get up and move around if necessary. Okay, you could take him out of here on a stretcher, um, or, or in a wheelchair, or whatever. Well, take, taking him out of here risks us being attacked again. Yes, but staying here risks him being attacked that's, that's again. That's true. If we take him out of here, it wasn't like we, being here kept him from being attacked. If we take him out of here, where are we going to take him to aside from aside from the cousins? That is. Going to prevent him from being attacked, and that we can 
Um, you could always get in your plane and fly somewhere else. We, we still have to pick up stuff. Yeah, what is, so we can't. We always come back for it. Now we can take, uh, take possession or take control over Jason. No. Or is he going to? Does he look like he's going? If we try to move him, does he look like appear to that he's going to try to run interference? You mean the the corrupt officer? You're talking about uh, uh, Rodney Tully? Rodney, right? I was, yes. I don't know. He, he, you might want to talk to him about it. Yeah, I, I think the best. Option is going to be send a message to Dan saying we're going to the cousins and then go to the cousins. And hope that not too many people listen in on it because that's actually quite easy. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we do need to get them out of here because yeah. uh, they've already, you know, if they were brazen enough to, and I'm telling Ben this, if they were brazen enough to hit, to hit us in the hospital, uh, we're not going to be safe. They're, they're going to try again. And uh, we just be saved us if we, we stay here. But we do need to get a message to Dan. Well, you, you called the hotel? Yeah, I'll call the hotel and see if he's there. Well, he's not in his room. Okay, well, leave a message saying we're going to this place and, you know, describe the location of the cousin's place and say it's, you know, it's the police, whatever's cousin. And, How do you plan on getting there? Um, can we hire a horse? Certainly can. Of course, we can get shot at when we're riding a horse. Um, hire a kid. But I would recommend a buckboard, considering that you've got a person who's just been through surgery. It's a buckboard. It's that thing. A stretcher. They, it's that thing they pull behind a horse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cart. How, 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 how far did it travel? Thirty miles. Thirty miles. He said. Um, can he get? Are, they, are any of the hired guns? How many squares is that? Yeah. Are they still with us, or are they already left? <laughs> No, oh, I already paid them. They already left. Either that or they're leaving. They they would have left. They have to get back to work. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was hoping they left. They left at first light. We should, we should at least like not have them have them any open. Like have them in some kind of closed off, you know, covered wagon or something. But they can't just take a sniper shot at his head. Right. So you Maybe. want a wagon with a, with a you know, covered wagon is what you're saying. Or, or something where he can be covered so it's a little harder to shoot him. Okay. I'll take I'll take Ben to side. Ben, uh, what we can do is hire someone to, uh, as a diversion, a covered wagon, tell him to go somewhere how many miles in the opposite direction and just uh, kind of put it out there being escorted while they're, we're, they're going out one direction we can go the other direction let's say you want to hire two wagons or you want to hire a wagon and something else or just a, hire, uh, a covered wagon 
let's say uh, we want you uh, just to go to go to this uh, go 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 how many miles in this direction. And, and, and of course, we when we do that, we don't tell them we're doing this because we think you're probably going to get shot at. Right. It could be. You just take a car. That might not be. It could fit, put them in danger. Plenty of cars here. There plenty of cars here. Tell them that. There are not plenty of cars here. This is a hospital. Of course there are cars. People had to come from far and wide to get here. People own trucks. People own cars. It's, 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 kind, it's kind of a... Now, it could also be that since we just um, stopped a raid, uh, there probably aren't too many of these guys still hanging around. Yeah, there's, there's been a big die-off of bad guys, you know. <laughs> so I, we may be we we may be better off just just going, but still, I want it to be you know covered so that they don't just see his head from a thousand yards away. Well, at least that that particular yard at least that particular from at least that particular uh, that particular shooter you, th- you think probably has already been eliminated. Yeah. Oops, can you can you read me that that surprise card again? Sure. Uh, surprise! Play this card when you're attempting to ambush or sucker punch somebody. You automatically gain total surprise against the individual of your choice. Are you thinking about sucker punching Ben? Well, it's it's. I don't like not overthinking this because when we don't overthink it, the DM has a tendency to pull out something and surprise. None of you guys are dead yet. What's, I, it, what's this DM, Ben? When I wanted to kill you, Sorry, I would have killed you long ago. What's this GM, Ben? I'm talking as a as a player. So. I, I think he's he still wants to kidnap Jason um, for the wizard or magician or whatever he's called. Yeah, he calls. He he works with the magician to something. But, uh, it might be a good idea for him to tie the line. At least he can get an extra harder gun. <laughs> yeah, he, he's... or you put him. I'm sure the doctors will find that against their oaths. Some of them will. They could play this For car. everything else, there's American Express. I, I, I do not trust this guy, Rodney. Figure um, it out. Stretcher. You grab one and he grabs the other. You walk 30 miles to the casino. Well, it's not the casino. <laughs> apparently they're spending a lot of... Okay, Dan, apparently they're spending a lot of time figuring out what they want to do and not coming to any conclusions. 
So at some point, you're going to wake up and decide that probably you don't. Yeah, they, you should go back to your room. I maybe didn't even go to sleep. I'm still partying. I, I, well, I, said you woke up, I said you woke up between this woman and her husband. So Woke up is a loose term. Okay. I found myself there, and they were passed out, and I said, well, time for me to go. And then I made my way out of the room. I made sure I had all my stuff. I'm sure you did. So, anyways. I head back down to the bar. This is a 24-hour operation. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Great. Yeah, because Kachino uh, Machines and, and Kino is being played cost 24-7. Great. I try and look for my next attractive young lady. Well, the bartender takes a look at you and says... And I ask her, you want to play the one-armed bandit? She looks at you and she says, "Well, um, I I, uh, I only uh, play uh, high stakes games. So, uh, but you look like uh, you could use uh, the hair of the dog that bit you. It looks like it bit you a couple of times. Yeah. So, because I, I I have the the perfect uh, uh, the perfect recipe for the morning after the." The, the what was possibly not just the night before. So she she proceeds to make this this kind of frothy concoction that you're pretty sure includes some tomato juice, um, uh, a number of uh, um, uh, peppers of, of various kinds, um, it, it, something that looks like an ostrich egg cracked open. Mm-hmm. Um, Goes the wrong color, <laughs> and she basically brings it and plops that in front of you. Says, "Give her a silver piece," and I lift the drink and I, I walk it up to my room. I'm feeling like I could probably use a change of clothes. Okay, While I'm in my room. I you know make sure I lock everything up and I slam it back and I continue to you know kind of change into something a little less torn up. Okay, well the. Uh the, the drink is pretty efficacious. Um, it's uh, uh, it definitely it has a lot of nutritional value. Uh, Bruce, if, if people heal fast in the hinterlands, do they recover from alcohol faster than on Earth? Alcohol poisoning, probably. Well, uh, you still have. Uh, it depends on you still have to metabolize the alcohol in your bloodstream, mm-hmm. and you don't metabolize things fast. It's not like you eat more. Okay, so uh, the answer to that is is that. You don't get drunk less quickly, but you 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 would recover faster from you know a hangover or something because but mm-hmm. but only slightly. I mean, not not that much. Um, you sober up sooner? No, I'm saying that we would not metabolize alcohol any faster than normal, so you wouldn't sober up any quicker. But you might not have if you had a hangover, it might not last as long. Okay. So, and you probably wouldn't have you know. Long as many long, you wouldn't have long term effects like getting the DTs and the rest of that stuff, unless you really were hardcore. <laughs> but I don't take any calories that don't come in a shot glass, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so you, uh, anyways, your, your, your sinuses clear up, uh, your eyes, um, uh, 
are, are red uh, and, and, and purplish, but uh, they are clear. Um, the, uh, and uh, uh, the, the fogginess that, that you uh, seem to have uh, lifts slightly. Uh, could be the, the fact that you uh, were laying down for a while. It could be the fact of this thing. It's hard to say, but the point is that it's a, it's a good morning after drink. So, anyway. What time is this? Um, you're asked... Uh, it's like five in the morning? No, no. You, you woke up after daybreak. Um, I didn't go to sleep. Okay, the point is that this was after daybreak. So, I would say at this point it's about eight. Ah. Well, I uh, changed my clothes, a shower. Okay. I uh, put my 1400 and some change... There's a safe. there's a note as you go open your door. You notice there's a there's a little like a a little uh, note thing like like a people. There's like a thing for notes, and there's a flag up saying that you have a message. And inside your door, there's a there's a message that's been dropped in on a on a uh, you know monochromed card. Uh, you know, with a very nice hand it says. Well, I clean up before reading this. Okay, all right. So finish my shower. Wearing a towel, I got my uh, you know guns hung up. You know, okay. Except I've got a you know pistol sitting on the bed, you know, ready to grab stuff locked up in the safe. You know, okay. my valuables. Um, you know, as I'm kind of toweling off, I reach and I you know read this message. And it says what? Is there television in this room? Uh, there is. I've got the TV on as well. Okay. You got... put me up in one of the nice suites, right? Right. So you're watching a Roy Rogers. Um, uh, cereal, and it's, uh... Do they, like, alter it to make the Indians win, or? No, but Roy Rogers, he, <coughs> he was a hero, so, he, you know, they, they normally, the, the bad guy were other white men. It wasn't Indians. Okay. So, um... The Indians were also white men. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Everyone was a white man. Yeah, well, that was true, too. <laughs> Actually, the Indians were usually Italians, because <laughs> they were a little swarthy. Since it was mostly in black and white, except the later film which yeah. were in color. Right, I've, I've watched a couple of them. You know, so they, they all you had to be was slightly darkly complected, you could be an Indian. Like in modern movies, where white people play almost everything except Asians, in which case they'll cast any Asian as any other Asian. Yeah, right. that's sort of annoying sometimes. Yeah, Koreans will play Japanese, Japanese will play Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vietnamese, right? Everyone will, you know, if you're you're, Asian, Orient, you're Oriental, yes. If you're black, you can play black people. If you're white, you can play. If you're white, you could be Native American. You could be an Italian. You <laughs> could be. They, they don't do that so much anymore because, like, anybody can't actually be, oh, no. really can't complains be about it. Except Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Well. So, anyways, what was on the message? Um, the message. Was narrate, the, narrate the message. What's your character's name again? Zach. Zach? Okay. Um, Zach. Me, me, um, me and Zach had a altercation at the hospital. Um, we've success. Um, we we did we did win. Um, Jason um, has has been operated on. Um, we are taking Jason away to the to a place um, owned by the cousin of the police. What was he, a chief or 
sure. of this of the sheriff, which is located at so and so and so and so. Which he said a map, you know. He didn't give you a street address. Okay, it's. Message. Um, I'd have to either copy the map or translate the map into directions. Like Twenty miles west. And you could say down. meet us somewhere. You don't have to call us and call us on the walkie-talkies or do something. That's like a five-mile range. Yeah, I didn't think we were actually. It just depends on. You know, they haven't left yet, so it actually doesn't. So how far away is the hospital from the casino? Like a mile, like a half a mile. Oh, and then here we can use walkie-talkies. Yeah. I mean, it's the biggest town, but it's small. Okay. Okay, it's... I left... And then I left them a copy of the map, and I... I, I How did you leave a copy of the map? It's a you message. Drew it, right you drew it smaller. No, you can't do it. You just called on the you phone. You called oh. on the phone. Yeah, you can't leave okay, a message. Okay, I'm sorry. You can't leave a map. <laughs> I thought you said we were leaving a message, and then we didn't. You okay. did leave a message, but it's not an email. Verbal, oh. yeah. <laughs> okay, then then the mess then the message will say that we, we're going, and I'm going to make a a valiant attempt to describe the place. And I say if um, if you get this message relatively early, just call us on the walkie-talkie and see if we're still here. Did we lose somebody. No, he was having oh, chat. You know, you could also say, um, if, we're all, if we're already gone, please go see the sheriff, um, and he'll give you he'll give you a map to where we're going. Okay, I mean, you make it so hard, Ken. Okay, well, anyway, Hi, um, we're going to this location. Anyway, do you call us on the walkie-talkie? Uh, no, this is like eight in the morning. I go to sleep. It's actually nine because it takes you a while to shower. You're doing everything slower. Remember, things are still a little bit tender. Okay, then we. Well, I've had. I just had this drink. I'm feeling pretty good, but well, that was. I a feel morning, like I that was a morning after drink. It didn't actually have alcohol in it. Then we. Then we hire the dog. Then we hire a wagon and we go. I'm assuming you're probably already gone by eight a.m. No, you were talking about this plan. They were making the plan then. I mean, I'm, just, I'm saying is that they're still talking about it. They left a message, but they're still talking about their plan when you're showering. So right now we're going. To try and reach me, but I was out at this like lady in yeah. yeah. place. Right. So now we now we go then. So you're going to go back. You're gonna go to bed. Yeah, you go to bed. I right. read the message. So, right. So you're going to go over to the livery stable then and try to hire. Somebody, yeah, uh, 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 two, two, two wagons, one wagon, what? Yeah, um, hire a wagon so we can like put them in the back of the in the back of the wagon where people can't see them, and like, maybe we could, I don't know, I guess yeah. you know, cover him with something and protect it. Wrap him up in a rug. Well, rumors. We're going to have to somehow get someone to put up rumors that he's being transported. Okay, so and you're actually will take some more time to do that, and then that's not necessarily uh, so any, you're ch- any, ch- uh, any chance it, it, it may or may not work. Okay, so, so you're telling me that you're going to disguise him as a pig in a blanket? Uh, no, um, he's telling you that. 
and he's not there. I just want to put him, put him in the back so at least he's not obviously visible and see if we can figure out something to protect him. Like, I think I'll rig something up, like maybe like some, I don't know, like a box, a metal box or something, just so that somebody's not going to fire into the back of the place just to hit him. Seems like an awful lot of planning. Okay. Why don't you no, just get a truck with a cab? Like covering... They don't have trucks here. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They do? Huh? Yes. This is like any other environment. It's okay. Western theme. They have, they have trucks in the... Don't you remember, the, remember being in the back of the truck when you were being shot at by Dan? Yeah, but I, I thought that was like an... It was armored. I thought that was still horse-drawn. Okay. If it was. Have. There were like 50... There was like 150 horses under that hood. I meant literally horse-drawn. But... You know what's sad to think? Somewhere, there's a really inadequate feeling a horse with a capital H because they don't have at least one horsepower. Yeah. Like a weaker horse. <laughs> they know... They no, know they don't have at least one horse. Did you watch Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> Rarely. Okay, because they, ha- they had that scene where the, the guy is, you know, mis- saying things about, you know, I've, I've, I've been accustomed to horses and so and so and so and so, but the power of 300 horses, will, you know, and then <coughs> it, the camera pulls back and you see he's trying to learn how to drive. Yeah. And he's this guy from the 18th century. Okay. <coughs> yeah. All right, so you go down. And anyway, we we hire what seems to be an appropriate vehicle. If we can find something that's right. covered and protected, we do that. If we find something that's only covered, we do that. All right, how long are you going to rent this for? Uh, we have to rent it for enough to go 60 miles because obviously he's going to want to come back and we're not going to be there. Are you hiring someone to take you there, or are you hiring something for you to use? Are you hiring a driver? Is this to be driven by someone? If you want him to stay with you, you're going to have to pay for him yeah. over a period okay, of Yeah, time. in that case, it would be better <coughs> to just hire something for us to use. Okay. Um, are all the... Not all the horses here are smart horses, right? No. Okay, we'll hire regular horses. You want to hire regular horses or you want to hire smart horses? If we want to hire smart horses, that's going to be the same thing. You have to pay the horses in order to stay there with us. That's true. So, we'll hire regular horses. Uh-huh. All right. Um, As I said, I rig up something with something like protective, a box or something to pre- prevent him from being immediately shot at. And I use MacGyver for this. Okay. While so, you're rigging this up, someone speaks in and shoots him. <laughs> okay, so this is going to cost you 10 silver a day. All right. It's the 18th. How long are you planning on running this for? Uh, uh, we got to stay on this environ for a few days to, to get all the other stuff. So let's say three days. Really? Okay. You don't think so, or I would be surprised. Would be surprised if it was longer. Should you, you should use your sheriff. I, don't, I gave that back already. Oh, you shouldn't have. Well, fool it took. You should have used it to commandeer a vehicle. It's actually a good idea, except I gave the badge back. Zach, how long do you think we need? 
Uh, we need it needs to be at least three days because we got to get the oil and stuff. It may need to be more. I don't know. It's, what, what, what it's 10 silver, It's right? 10 silver a day. Okay. I, I just say, we, we don't restrict it to three. Let's, let's keep it at least five. Okay. If we need to let them know early, we can. Okay, five. I just got to say, you guys do some really not interesting stuff. When, you, when it's just you guys, you're like haggling prices on renting a car. <laughs> Should we get the wagon, or should we get the horse? Well, those are things we actually have to decide. No, you don't. You just say, I make some calls. I get a fleet of stuff coming. It's like 40 silver a day or 50 silver a day. We pay it. we got people going in all different directions. We're on one of them. If anyone's going to try and well, trace us. He said he was going to do the decoy. So I don't know what his plans are for doing the decoy. Okay, so so how many days did you say? Uh, five days. Five days. So it's five days and they're going to ask for a 50 silver piece damage deposit since they all know you from Adam. Okay. Do you elect to get the optional insurance? So that, no, there is no insurance. That's what the damage deposit is for. I, I give him the damage deposit. That's 100 silver. Yeah, so I'll give him that. And what are you going to do for decoys? Because you want to do decoys. You might as well subtract that off of your character sheet because I have a feeling you're going to probably damage this thing. How many how many forms of identification do you have? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they do warn you that that horse that horse stealing is punishable by death. And they're probably going to want to know why. Hang on. You want to do the decoy. How are you doing this? Well, we're going to have, well, just do the same thing we're doing. We're going to have to hire them and tell them we're going to go, but they're going to know, want to know why. <coughs> yeah. And, and we, we can't tell them because we're going to get shot at. Questions. And they're probably a lot more expensive. So I think it would be kind of clear what they're, what they're doing at, at my station. They may not take kindly to being. Uh, so you think, forget about the decoys, then? I think I thought about just phoning up Wild Bill and saying, Wild Bill, could you arrange for a ride for us? We know you're legit. Maybe you could also phone up the Kickapoo Casino. That was a good idea. Say, hey, Casino, it. we're currently guests there. We're at the hospital. Could you arrange for some transportation? And by the way... We're the people who had people break into our room. Perhaps with the transportation, you could send some of your armed guards because we feel like you kind of owe us. Yeah, well, you kind of, you know, you kind of, unfortunately, let, you kind of let thugs into our now, room. Now, after you say all that stuff, we can't do it. So well, you can do any of these. So we will send a decoy to your plan. I don't know what your plan is. You tried saying something. It wasn't clear whether you were concluding that it was a bad idea to do it or not. What's Zach doing, Zach? Did you conclude? I, no, I no, just let him talk. Zach, what are you doing? Well, right now, I'm, I'm with Ben. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do. We talk about that. Uh, They've already said, he's already said what he's going to do, which is he's hiring a, he's hiring a, a, a covered wagon. He's going to put armored plates, he's going to put metal plates in to act 
as a, as a, a shield against gunfire. And, uh, and but he needs, but you're you've been charged with creating some kind of a diversion. You, you said you wanted to do the decoy, so you have to tell me what you're doing. It was not clear to me whether you concluded the decoys are a bad idea or not. Marrow, I didn't know what he's going to do. Well, we you know I talked about that, but uh, my concern is that it, it would be, it would come across kind of suspicious. Uh, so you've concluded the decoys are a bad idea then. Okay, then we're not using a decoy, and we're going. Okay, so you pay extra for the full-size compact wagon, or do you get the compact? <laughs> I feel like we need to discuss this. Okay, so by noon, you guys are ready to roll out of here. <laughs> so you get so the horses, you know, the horses have been waiting patiently, um, you know, in in the shade of the hospital. Uh, overhang in the front. You've got this wagon that you've been putting supplies into, as in like build, building your your, um, your 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 box, and uh, with your MacGyvering skill, yeah. make your repair check. Where are you doing all of this? Like, if somebody was watching, they would probably see you armor reinforcing one of these. Six. Okay. You successfully build your metal cage inside the, the wagon, okay. and uh, at which point it's time to uh, you go. Well, you can put in whatever supplies you want to put into it. I mean, it's a thirty-mile trip, <coughs> which means that generally speaking, horses do not make a thirty-mile trip in one day. And you're starting in the middle, so you're going to have to camp out at least one time along the way. Unless, of course, you can pull off at a homestead somewhere and get someone to give you. Put you up for the night, possibly with their teenage daughter. Yeah, we preferably. Uh, Natasha would probably complain about that. Uh, now, in our why would she prefer the teenage boy? Teenage son. Teenage son. Now, do she we? Do we still have. Um, actually, she doesn't go after Jason. Uh, now, do we? We still have our stuff in our hotel rooms. Yeah, you never got to, that stuff. Still sitting there. Um, you know, uh, at some point, you they will probably start charging you in your room. Or at least they'll collect the stuff out of your room and put it in storage. And charge us, you know, for the storage. For storage, yeah, sure. Well, maybe, maybe not. It just depends. I mean, you guys didn't have comp rooms. Yeah. Um, well, I think it would be safe to, to drop by the casino just to pick up our stuff. I don't know. I'm asking Zach. Oh, okay. Well, we can, why don't we just go ahead and take this up with you? We have to drop by the casino in order to pick it up. Yeah, well, well we, we, can, yeah, we can spend the time. It's, it's not that far away. I, yeah, I'm just worried about people following us and or be people waiting at our hotel rooms for us. No, to attack. I'm, I'm going to get my stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm okay, I'll, I'll, get, get I'll get my stuff too. We probably want to go in and out one at a time so we're not, like, both leaving Jason in the wagon. What, you don't trust uh, uh, your girlfriend to take care of him? She's a better shot than you are. Zach's like, I'm going to go collect all my dusty clothes. No, it's, we, don't, we don't want to have most of us be outside at the same time. We've got to protect Jason as much as we can. 
Okay, Jason tells you that he says. Uh, when you, Besides when, the Tasha, when you go in there, like to be make with. sure you get, make sure you get some Chevis on ice. Oh, by the way, did Jason have a have a hotel room? Because he was he had made you know the money gambling, and so he, he has a hotel room, right? Is, is it, does he have a separate hotel room from us, or is he just staying with us? I don't think he actually stayed in a room. I think he he spent the entire night gambling. Okay, then he doesn't actually. Probably have any stuff either. He never did. You guys, he, he, I mean, he, all, he all, all, all his stuff is on the airplane. All his clothes. I mean, okay. he, he 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 made a big fuss about the fact that he's a he's a dapper dresser and he's been like sending his stuff. Out. Okay, then let's just let's just go in and get our stuff and then leave. He's very he's he's, he's very much complaining. And since we're at the about hotel, the fact that he's he's since we're, not since we're, looking up to his normal amount. Of, and since we're at the hotel. While we're there, we can we can see if Dan happens to be there. Okay. Just curious, why are you guys going somewhere? Like, why aren't you just staying at the freaking hotel? Because people <laughs> know we're at the hotel and they'll attack us. Yeah, but you can also just use that to your advantage, saying we were staying here and people broke into our rooms and tried to kill us. What kind of security do you guys run around here? You need to put us in a higher security room because obviously you guys aren't doing a good job of protecting these regular rooms. Well, unfortunately, they, this conversation isn't happening. So no, I know. I'm just. I, I, I'm asking. I, I'm saying as a player. I, I said we travel thirty miles away after welding this cage. Yeah, I, I said <laughs> we. I said we already went to the hotel with. And since we're at the hotel, we're going to see if Dan is here. Okay, so we get our stuff. So, anyways, um, the. Uh, Let's Are see. you here? Let's. I'm in my room. Let me see here. Um, somebody did notice Dan heading uh, heading up in, uh, into the uh, to the, ele- to the <laughs> elevators to the to the rooms. They don't know if Dan is in his room, but he was definitely over in the hotel section uh, early in the morning. So um, that's all I can tell you. Okay, um, I try so to call. You, I try to call Dan on the walkie-talkie again. Seeing can, is he probably okay. here? All right, you can call him in his room phone. He is in a comp room with a phone. All right, the phone is ringing in your room, Dan. Are you going to answer it? Do I wake up? Uh, Let me make a bigger check. Okay, failed. You're just dead to the world, huh? We'll say if I succeed on my bigger check, I wake up. Right, that's what I'm saying. I succeed. Okay. I hear the phone ringing. I pick up the phone. I say, "What?" Hello, it's hello, Dan. It's me and Zach. I don't know if you heard, but at the hospital uh, where we took Jason, there was a little altercation. We're trying to get away from here and not stay in a place um, where people know where we are and are going to attack us. Um, we we found that the sheriff um, was. Um, Don't we have stuff we're trying to do? Okay, Dan, what you hear is wop 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 I'm like, got slow down. Okay. Why what? Weird. Why don't you just come up to the room and we'll chat? Bring bring food. Because we're leaving. Why are you leaving? To take Jason to a place where people don't know where he is. Why, why don't you just bring Jason up here? Because they'll know or guess. That you know I have a penthouse suite, right? Restricted access to the elevator. 
I got the front desk. You, you don't have a penthouse suite, but you're definitely on, you know, one of those restricted floors. Yeah, you got to have a key to get to the level. Are, are you at the front desk? Is this the front desk? I guess I'm at the front desk. Did they just let him call me? Or did they, yeah. like, did they, were they like, you know, yeah. Mr. Mr. McCoy, we have a uh, gentleman here who wishes to reach you? Like, uh, they've seen you, these, you together. Okay. I say put, put me on with the, the, the concierge. Or maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they have it because you kind of did this kind of separately before. Uh, it's I, I was kind of assuming that they actually. I mean, there's not usually a problem about putting somebody through to. It's the daytime. I mean, I don't know if they know what my room number is to just call me directly. No, no, they're not calling. You, they're calling you directly, but through the switchboard. So they're basically calling Mr. McCoy's room, and it's you don't have a do not disturb on your phone, so they're calling you. Okay, I have to speak with the concierge. Could you try it? Could you could you hand the phone over to the front front desk person? Um, I hand the phone over to the front desk person. Front? Or you mean? Can I help? Or you mean they had hand it over to me? No, he you asked to use the phone. They connected you to my room via the switchboard. Yeah, I'm talking to you, and I'm saying hand the phone to the dude right in front. Of I do so. say, right? So how can I help you? Is the guy or a girl? It is a guy. I say, uh, uh, yes, sir. This is Dan McCoy in uh, uh, room 1374. There's a 13th floor on this hotel. Yes, sir. We, we're aware of your room. Yeah. If you uh, if you could um, send, send a, a bellhop up with these, these guys to my room. Um, they, they don't have a key to, to get to the floor. Um, but if you could just send, send the three of them up. Sure. I would be glad to escort. We would be glad to escort your guests. Great. If you if you could just put put him back on the phone for a quick second. Sure. Hands it back to you. Okay. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bring you up to my room. It's on I, a secure floor. We can we can talk to. I say the, the other three of us are waiting in a wagon. Get out of the wagon and come get get on my get on my level, son. Or you can ignore <laughs> him and go in the wagon and drive away. Um, I. Say you got ten minutes to get up here. I'm going back to sleep. Okay, I go. I have to go out to the wagon in order to tell. Actually, I don't because I call Zach and I won't be talking. I say, I say, um, hello, Zach. Zach. Yeah, go, go ahead. I say, um, Dan. Dan wants us to come up to his room, so we gotta park this wagon somewhere, and all of us have to come up to his room. <laughs> I I don't think it's a good idea to stay in this hotel a second longer than we have to, but it seems like Dan's being stubborn, so let's let's do it. It's entirely up to you what you decide to do. You know, now, is there a place where we can park this thing? Um, there are people outside who will be glad to take. Um, okay, to park to, it to take your. They'll ask you. Says, "Are are you know? Do you want us to to uh, to." to Put it in in the state in the casino stable, or you just want to have it standing by outside. Um, have it have it standing standing by outside. If we do decide we're going to stay here, it's later. Then we can put it in the stable. Okay, fine. So he basically goes and and do a uh, um, uh, a um, okay. a check. You to, okay, so, so, then you raise me so he's gonna he's gonna hop up into the uh, 
No, he's going to hop up on, onto the buck, uh, onto the, the front of it, and, and they're going to, you know, send the the, the horse, you know, the horses around the wagon off to the side somewhere around the side of the building. They don't ask if he has any luggage. No, we we actually don't. <laughs> Jason's like, what's going on out there? Where's my Chevis? I'll give you Chevis. I say, Dan wants us to all come to his room and talk to him, so we're taking you to his room so we can all talk. You mean someplace with air conditioning? That sounds yes. like a great idea. Yes. All right. Somebody help me up. Help him up. Somebody help me down. We help him across. Well, you have to actually get him down off the buck, off the back of the wagon. Okay. He, he wants someone to help him stand up, you know, because he's on this stretcher thing that you have in the back. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, then he, can he can he walk? Yeah, he can walk, but slowly. He's he's as I said he's he's uh, like exhausted. He can basically do a slow walk. He's you know, he wants someone to help him climb down off the back of the buckboard, on the back back of the wagon, because it's a good four four to five foot drop. Maybe we should just take the box. I guess the box would be really heavy. You cannot take the box. It's it's metal, and you will and you basically made built it in the back of the wagon. I didn't weld it to the wagon. Do you you expect him to be actually in like a metal coffin? Yes. He's not going to do that. I think it's, you mean it's an oven. It's, I can say it's too much like an oven. That's going against his grain. <laughs> Just put a here. Why don't you just take a pull and shove it uh, from my my throat to my butt? If you could just hold this out to the mouth. Yeah. Okay, I help him down. <laughs> we take him up to the room, hoping that nobody shoots him on the way. Okay. Well, fortunately for you, yeah, you guys have weapons too, right? Yeah. But you're going to have to surrender when you go inside. Not your knives, just your fire. Okay, so you go inside, you surrender your weapons, uh, you, 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 you get wa- walked over uh, to the elevator and take it up to Dan's room. Okay. How many minutes have gone by? <laughs> At least ten. <laughs> I am probably back asleep. Okay. You're banging on the door. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I'm sleeping. Staying in the hallway, banging on the door, no one's answering it. Call him on the walkie-talkie, seeing as he's right inside. He's probably here the walkie-talkie. No, I'm sure with all the banging, I wake up. Okay. I come over and because, I get... Because the, on the door, there's a little thing that goes... Nice little chiming sound. It's very, very pleasant, actually. I come over I'll bring that instead. I come over and I get the door. I look wonderful, by the way. I'm freshly showered. I've treated my wounds. But you're asleep. You just got out of bed again. Yeah, I haven't been asleep that long. I'm just saying, I just washed my hair. Yeah, he wasn't like he was trying to go back to sleep, but he probably hasn't fallen back to sleep entirely at this point. So I come over and I get the door and I say, "Thank you, Alfred." And I give him a silver. Thank you, sir. And then I say, "Get in the room." Yeah. By the way, there's you can see that there's there are at least three armed guards standing in this in this hallway. Uh, they're actually you know, they're actually standing off to the side. Little, little alcoves, so they actually have cover if they needed it. And they're clearly armed. They're probably wearing body armor. 
anyways, I let them in, and I hear all about their harebrained plan. The, uh, I proceed to chastise them thoroughly, saying, what? So you yeah. think that because... J- Jason immediately goes to the phone and orders champagne. <laughs> There's already champagne in the room. Okay, then he opens it and begins to drink. I also this is, prob- this is probably not a good combination with his meds, but you know he doesn't. It'll make it. them super effective. <laughs> yeah, really, really effective. <laughs> I proceed to chastise these guys. I'm like, that is the dumbest plan I've ever heard. So you're people saying people are going to attack us again if you're we stay in this that, hospital? You're saying in that this hotel, I think, because people have a propensity to attack us, we should drive out into the middle of the desert. If they don't know we're there, we're safer there. Yeah, but nobody knew we were in Little Texas either, and they found us. How about we just hold up where we're safe? Actually, there's um, keycard access to this floor. We've got guards. We've got room service. Actually, we just um, won the. What's, what's his name? Who we left on ice cap is here. He's with you guys. He's with us. Oh heck, David! He's not leaving, Jason. The whole time. I don't know if I, I, I don't think we let him in into Yeah, I don't let him into the room. Yeah. No, I No, I I, I say I you stay to out, get I away you from stay me. out you stay out here. You're not welcome in my I, room. I, I get know away who from you me. are and I know what you're about. Fine. There's no there's is there aren't there are any exits out of the back of your room anyways. I shut the door, I lock it, I chain it. Say, hold on just a second. I phone to the front desk. I say, there's a uh, stranger on floor 13 in, in front of room uh, 1327. Uh, a man who came up with my uh, friends that, that were let up. Uh, he does not belong here. If you could have him removed from this floor, he does not possess a key to any of these rooms. Okay. Care of it. Great, thank you so much. <laughs> so I proceed to chastise them after hearing their stupid plan, like to, to make like this metal box and like have like a fleet of vehicles. Well, we we didn't do the fleet of vehicles, but not really. We didn't do that part. Yeah, you didn't. But this is part of the plan. Or hear me out. All wild Bill and say, hey, we know you're trustworthy and you got connections. Perhaps we could arrange some protection. Or call the Kickapoo Casino and say, hey, we were kind of staying at your casino and people broke into our room and tried to kill us. Maybe you could put us somewhere a little more secure. Because we'd like to keep giving you business and not have a lawsuit. You know, there's a lot of options that don't involve running away in the middle of the desert where we will never hear from Silas again. Because he won't be able to find us. Or... You can leave a message at the casino, probably. Or... You know, what about Eric Beetlebaum? He's here at the casino, too. Nobody even thinks of him. They just say, let's run away. Eric has no idea idea where you guys are. Who cares? No, Eric's here at the casino. I know that, but he doesn't know where you guys are. He knows where I am. Well, he knows where he knows you're here, but I mean, I'm saying he doesn't know that where you are physically at the moment. He knows you've got a room here, but you haven't been in that room like all night. 
<laughs> so he, he has no reason to think you're in your room right now. No, he doesn't. Well, it's 8 a.m. He has reason to believe that I'm probably done partying for the night. Probably. So is it late? Is it time to stop? Yeah, yeah it's, it's getting around that time. All right, so you guys need to decide how you want to proceed from here, and we will pick this up again. Yo, brothers, this was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker. You best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts. Because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.